Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Visit us online at www.blacknationclub.com or facebook.com forward slash blacknationclub. Today's topic is the black woman god or a bitch, part two. Please feel free to call in and tell us how you feel so you can just listen. And now, let's get started. Is the black woman god or is she just plain evil? last show was so energetic and interesting that we had to bring it back by popular demand. On today's show, I wanted to bring in a man's point of view, I mean, bring in a man for male's point of view. So at this time, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Dee Morris, from the Dee Morris Show on Block Talk Radio. Hey, Dee Morris, how are you doing today? Go ahead. Good. There we go. There we go. Okay, how are you doing? Much better, much better. How's everybody doing out there? Uh, I'm just, I just want to thank you for bringing me out to the show. I mean, hey, it's, a, it's an honor and a, it's an honor and a, you know, and a pleasure to be on the show. Well, thank you. I appreciate you um, co-hosting with me today and giving a male's point of view. Um, go ahead and tell everyone how they can uh, check you out on your show. Um, I really like your shows. I think they're pretty good. So go ahead and let the people know. You think they're pretty good or are they great? <laughs> they're great. <laughs> no, but um, guys, you can check out my show at um at the D Moore Show. Um, also, you can check us out on Twitter at the Moore Show. So you know, it's a lot of ways you can check it out. Or if you're just sitting back at the computer and just wanna just wanna relax, just Google the D Moore Show, and a lot of my material, uh, you know, it'll pop up. And there it is. Awesome, your material pops up. Cool. So. What are your thoughts on the black woman? What, what do you what do you think? You know, you have, you know, a mother. You have, I'm sure, yes, sisters. Maybe you have aunts. Have 
you know, women in your family, and then you have women who you've, you know, grown up with and um, who you deal with. So, what what are your thoughts? What do you think of the? What do I think of the um, the black woman? I think she is a keystone to almost everything that we deal with on an everyday basis. Like she's a keystone. She's an icon. She is someone that should be looked upon as you know um, as a lot of as, you know as a lot of things that you should look at you know growing up I mean like I was telling you on our show yesterday um, like when I grew up with my grandmother like she was everything to me you know what I'm saying like she had she never she never had a Bible you know what I'm saying she never taught me anything about Jesus or nothing like that just her happiness and her spirit spoke to me and I always thought until this day, and even as I'm speaking, I always thought that that was powerful. And it was something way beyond words that, that, that meant something. So, you know, black women are our key thing, our key to life. I mean, our our key things are a key figure, that's the word I'm looking for, to life. So, you know, I think they're very important in society. And, you know, nowadays, and I'm pretty sure we'll get into that later on in the show, but nowadays, the things that they're doing now is just completely opposite of what should be done for the black woman. Okay, well, why don't you go ahead and speak on that now? I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Go ahead and... No, uh, we, we can talk about it later. I want, to, I want to be able to get everything <laughs> together. You know? you know what I mean? Oh, I, I just really? want to be able to get everything down pat before I just jump out there and, you know... Oh, yeah, make just, sure you don't put your foot in your mouth. No, I totally Absolutely. Can. Definitely and talking about the black woman. <laughs> Right, because you just might get your head chopped off. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes, you are a smart man. <laughs> I don't want to upset the black woman. I don't. I'm not here to say. Okay. That's excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's, I actually think that's pretty cool, though, um, that you do have positive feelings um, towards black women. We know that... Um, we know that a lot of times um, we are portrayed to our own men, you know, as um, pretty much uh, problematic, you know, um, which is really unfortunate because, you know, they like to say, you know, we might have attitudes or, um, oh yeah, you know, sassy or something, or you know, they'll even call us angry sometimes, but they even call you know the black man angry too, so. But, um, you know, I feel like the black man and the black woman, though, both have a reason to be angry. And, you know, I really don't feel like uh, we have a reason to be smiling. Like, what are reasons, you know, happy for anyway in the first place, you know? Like, we're being constantly oppressed. So when people, you know, have a problem with, you know, um, black people being angry, um, well, in particular, now we're speaking about black women. I mean, I do believe that we have a reason for that, but I do not believe that we need to, you know, display anger, you know, um, especially to people who don't deserve it. You definitely, you know, need to check yourself with that. And then you shouldn't even have to walk around yourself with anger because that's really just hurting you. A lot of times when you're angry at someone, it really doesn't affect the person who you're angry at. It usually just affects you, you know, it raises your high blood pressure, you know, all of your energy, your thoughts, you know, and time of going into, you know, being angry about, you know, this person. So, um, you know, you need to, like, find ways to, you know, deal with that anger and not 
um, you know, turn against people and stuff like that. But like I said, I do believe that we we do have a reason for that. But do you think that black women, you know, yourself just really have like attitude or, you know, they're just angry when you approach them or you know, what are your thoughts with that? When you approach them, um, let me tell you, um, I know one thing. When you approach a woman, I'm starting to find out, I'm starting to find a lot now that when you approach a woman by complimenting a woman or whatnot, they're starting to, you, know, you always get that attitude. That they're like, oh, 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 you're thirsty. I hate that term, by the way. But they're like, oh, you're thirsty. Or, oh, you must or, have heard it plenty of times then. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just hear women say it a lot. Or the, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been turned down. No, I hear women say it a lot, and um, even when they're telling me the story, they're like, "Oh, such and such tried to talk to me, and boy, he was thirsty." Like, just, I'm like, "Come on!" Like, the dude literally, blatantly, just trying to compliment you, just to let you know how good you looked, or you know, or the nice dress that you had on, or whatever. Like, like they don't know. Black women don't know how to take compliments nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And. Not all, not all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the good okay. that are out there. Okay, that, that, okay. That, you know what I'm saying? Thank you nothing, that nothing, up right nothing, there. Nothing to the good, but, you know, but there's always the bad people in class that ruin it for everybody. It's always been like that. But um, they're, they're, they just don't know how to take compliments, and they just don't know how to, you know, just, I guess, find themselves. A lot of women want to Oh, we don't know how to find night. ourselves? Well, like I said before, the... <laughs> Here you go. So you this is this is a show platform. You you can't get personally involved. I'm just saying like on on a main scale level. I mean, well, I mean black well, women. Yeah. So I asked the question. I said we don't know how to find our so I mean, right. I am a black woman. So. That's the way you worded it. You wanted a good though. I can see you wanted a good, not because you're the host of this show right now, but just <laughs> just knowing you personally. I, I can see you as one of the good. Well, thank you. I do appreciate that. But as for the bad, as for the bad here, um, they're letting they're letting media dictate their thoughts and their and and the way they should approach things, and and it's leading them away from being who they truly are. You know, the core of themselves. Like they're they're way left field with thinking and acting, and I see a lot of that with the black with the black women, and you know, it's it's sad to see every time I see it. Like if you got you got blonde hair and all this stuff and just all this craziness, you know, the way you act and you know it's just it's, it's a lot. I gotta word it better, but it's just a lot of stuff that just na- it's really nasty. No, um, you, you don't really have to because I can agree with that. Um, you know, there are a lot. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but I mean, like in the in the in the forefront, you know, what people are uh, seeing who's being showcased to the world, you know, the women that um, that are like that. You know, um, they're very trendy. You can tell by the way they dress or the way they look. You know, um, you can tell who they're following or what, you know, what they're following by the way that they're dressing and the way they carry, carry themselves. They even change their personalities, you know, according to trends. So um, I do agree with you on that, and that is actually pretty unfortunate that we do have those women you know, within our community like that. And and they're usually, you know, the, the like I said, the ones being, you know, brought to the forefront so that you see those type of women. Because women like me, like, I like to stay at home. I'm not, like, always out in the streets. So, so you know, you don't really see women like me. You know, I, I rather research, you know, than run the streets. My mind being stimulated, uh, you know, 
interesting. So that's why you don't really see the type of black women, you know. And there's a lot of us out there, you know, I I personally know, you know, black women like that, especially like in my family. You know, me and my sisters, we we uh, talk about things that we've researched and we share information all the time, all the time. So you have a you have a sister. I have two sisters. Oh wow! You need to well. And they're super the amazing. Things. Shout out to Nikki and Deja, by the way. Are Let's Nikki are for the fellows out there? Are Nikki and Deja? Um, you know, are there? What's their what's their status? Because a lot of a lot of strong black men are looking for some strong black women. That's why I asked. <laughs> Inbox me. <laughs> Inbox her. I'm married. I'm not 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 me, but you no, guys not out there. You. you said for the men. For the men. Yeah, I just want to. I, I don't want to get anything. I don't mind you clearing that up. Definitely go ahead and clear that up. But no, I, I wasn't stating that towards you. So let me clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, continue. I honestly don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> well, you were actually putting my sisters out there uh, in the market, so. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Just like, just like Massa. No, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you, you may move on if you so choose. <laughs> you might, you might get a few calls after today. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, moving on from that. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, uh, inbox me for his personal number <laughs> if you want it. <laughs> Boy, am I in some trouble. Um, moving on, <laughs> I wanted to uh, speaking more about the black woman. Um, I, I really wanted to. I know you asked me a question, but I want to. I want to answer that by asking you a question. Okay. Um, uh, let's say. The the black woman working, like, do you think the majority of women, because we're starting to see that now in corporate America where all the black women, it is black women too, like they're having these high-ranking positions for these jobs that men are really qualified for, but they're getting turned down for them. And black women are, um, some black women are, 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 are giving to that cause. You know what I'm saying? That, like what, and what I mean by that, if you can follow me, what I mean by that, like I'm they're trying. playing in, like they're playing into that role. Like, like I'm, if you're a woman and you qualify for it, it's so be it. But some women out there are not. Some women out there are not qualified to be a general manager of a Popeyes. Just saying for, I'm just saying for instance. All right, just keep are, it. Are, are we are we a closet male chauvinist? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just. No, you know, okay. Just, well, well, let me let me. Um, Say a little bit on it, and then maybe you can uh, add it, uh, add a little in. Okay. Um, first of all, it's to, to, to discuss black women or just women, period, working, I do not believe that women should have to work, period. I believe that that is the man's job to do. But um, when you're discussing, um, and I do work, I own, you know, a few businesses, so um, unfortunately, you know, we're in that society today that women are forced to work. But, you know, if things were the way that it should be, you know, we should not be out there working. But um, as far as, you know, now us needing to be in the workforce, um, 
you're speaking on, you know, women who aren't qualified, you know, for a certain position. Why didn't you mention the men who aren't qualified for those positions who have those positions? Because I've had a lot of male bosses who I know for a fact I was smarter than. The reason why I said that is because that's because there's a lot of black men that want that want to work and they're not getting they're, they're having a hard time finding jobs because they're giving them off to the black women and it's all structurally it's structurally engineered to be like that. Like I know a lot of black strong men that want to work that's out there grinding trying to get a job, but they keep they they're getting turned down for the woman. You know what I'm saying? And that's pretty much like the the core of what I was getting to. Like okay, like that's like well, that, like that's what? happening. I'm I'm actually glad that you're uh, frustrated by that. You know what? Because I'm hoping it'll light a fire in our black men to start their own business. Why are you even having to compete with someone for a position? Create your own business so that you just create uh, you compete with other businesses. You are the head of the household. You know, so start taking the steps to secure your family's financial freedom so that you don't have to worry about competing with a black woman for another race's job. <laughs> you said that right. You said that right. <laughs> I and thought you agree. We all compete for the white man's job. We're trying to be in his, trying to work for his corporation. And I hate that too, man. And I hate college too. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a can I cuss on this show? <laughs> um, <laughs> to, what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna be like stealer type cussing, or are you just gonna like use it as like an emphasis <laughs> for something? No, it was actually I was in the moment, like I was gonna say damn, you know, and I didn't want to just say you that. Can on go the, ahead on and the, say damn. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say it like like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just be saying those. Just toss them around, but and you know. I, I appreciate that too. You're such a gentleman. Because it may be, it may, it may be like no, seriously, it may be like teenagers listening to the show and they want to learn something from you because you know you're a great teacher. And they want to learn things from you, and I come on here cursing, and they're like, uh, let me turn this off. You know, just want to be real respectful. But college is a scam. College is a scam, man. I, I I get upset about that too. And I may be jumping from topic to topic, but. That's how I feel, man. When I say one thing, I think about four other things, and it really gets to me. That's how much stuff. That's how much improvement we need to do as a black community. That's so. That's how much improvement and 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 work we need to do within ourselves to progress. Because a lot of people are living in this Willie Lynch syndrome, and they don't know what the heck is going on. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Um... You know, it's like we're followers, you know, we're not really leaders right now. And um, that goes with into, like you said, with the Willie Lynch syndrome. Like how can that still be applicable to us if we're paving the way, you know? So once again, we need to start creating and we need to start building our own. And, you know, that'll that'll um, solve a lot of problems that we have because a lot of times, you know, in relationships, period, you know, you argue over finance. So, and and if you allow someone else to dictate your finance, you know, well, then you're going to allow someone else to dictate your relationship. And that's just bottom line and just straightforward, you know, and just we just need to just go ahead and fix that and move forward, you mm-hmm. know. Sometimes when we're wrong, 
or when we're not on point, we just have to accept it and then just move forward. You know, and there's no need to place blame or anything. You know, we all fall. We're, we're not always on point all the time. So, you know. We're not. We're, we're, we're really not. And that's why I like absolute women like you that that, that knows that and, and looks on both sides of the fence and that play it neutral. You know what I'm saying? And take the time to really think things out before you act on it or say something. But you don't find that often. No, I'm going to change that. You're starting to find that more often in women. Like, it's like this big conscious movement. The, the big conscious movement is, has occurred as of these mm-hmm. past years. And it's mm-hmm. a great awakening to people. And I'm starting to see more black people. You would never see this crap if you're watching CNN or MSNBC or whatever. You'll never see this. But if you go outside, you actually live and soak up that sun and you walk around and you look, you're starting to see more black people become more unified and more black men taking care of their kids and more black women being good mothers. Aside all the foolishness you see on social networks, I mean, I've seen this myself. I mean, you start to see more unity in the black community. But, of course, it'll never be televised. Right, and that's true. That is true because they're pretty much on – degrading, you know, black men and women. And then, of course, when you do that, of course, the family falls, you know. And, and that's, that's, that's the way that they control us, though, is by um, destroying our families. And we're allowing them to do that, you know, because just the very even reason that we even have to have this show, you know, and that this is even part two, you know, of this show, is you know shows how much we are allowing them to affect our relationships, you know, and we need to fix that. We need to fix that. You know, I, I want to um, um, right now <clears throat> read some feedback that we got from the last show um, from a caller. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, from a listener, and um, I I don't want to reveal the name, but I'll just I'll just read the feedback. Anonymous. I listened to. Yes, anonymous, and it is a female. Okay, um, a black. You're not female. anonymous. <laughs> you're not. You're not anonymous if we know you're a female and you're a black female. You're not anonymous. The identity of the black female is anonymous. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm, okay. I'm sorry, guys. But, but thank you. <laughs> I I know you wanted to seem relevant and add something. That's true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you like that, huh? All right. I listened to the show. It was very insightful. One issue I would love to see go away is light skin, dark skin war, or misconceptions, because I have gone through all sorts of racism, every race. People assume that lighter skinned women see themselves as not black or they think they are better. I know I'm black and proud. Even had to face black guys that want to date you because they think you're mixed. I never tolerated that. A guy in high school, dark skin, wasn't trying to pursue me anymore because he was wanting Mariah Carey. I am a nurse. On the unit, there was no, there was no support for the black nurses. The Hispanics and whites have their support. The black women would talk about you to their Hispanic friends and white friends. These were black women who had bachelor's degrees in nursing and leadership positions. It is very stressful as a nurse because you have nobody Blacks act as if we are all strangers here in Cali, and Cali uh, is short for California for those who are uh, listening internationally and not familiar with the term. 
And they group themselves with other races. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, I saw that and was very sick of it where I worked at the county. Black people eat each other up out here. It's pitiful. Many issues and backstabbing in a minute, shaking my head. That's actually um, <clears throat> one of the issues that we do have to deal with uh, that she brought up is um, black women not sticking together. You know, like black people, of course, you know, we're called um, uh, crabs in a barrel, you know, how we're always, like, you know, trying to get over on each other or, you know, get above when we see someone else coming out. We're trying to bring them down so we can get out. Um, and then, of course, you know, it goes, you know, black wo- black woman against black woman. You know, it's really sad that we uh, have to, you know, put up with that. Because um, uh, on the last show, uh, someone had called and was talking about how, you know, they had to compete with um, other races, you know, the females from other races. And then they had to uh, compete with the females within their own race. And actually, we shouldn't do that. You know, we should have like a a sisterhood, you know, where we stick together and not a sisterhood like against men or anything, but just a sisterhood where we support and empower other black women. Do, do you see that or, you know, do men notice, you know, how women, especially black women, you know, um, pretty much fight each other and go against each other and really don't have that loyalty that we should have towards each other? Yeah, we notice that a lot. We see a lot and we notice a lot. And I've seen that as well. I think, um, like you said, we need to see more. We need to see more. I'm not just going to say any any black woman stand and be that be that vessel because all of them can't. Everyone's not made to be a vessel, in my opinion. In my opinion, they're not. You know, some people can touch others in different ways. But we need to look to, you know, we need to see more of these older, wiser people, wiser women, be more examples mm-hmm. in the community. And not by talk. You can easily talk and get somebody's attention. But we don't need that no more. Yeah. We're, we're tired of that. I mean, I mean, we're 400 years plus behind. We ain't got time for all that. We need someone that's showing us with actions. You know, by actions. You're showing these little girls what you can do. Because the media, yeah. the reason why they capture people's minds is because they're doing things by action. I mean, I mean, looking at TV, they're doing stuff by action. You know, that's why they got their minds. And it's a constant fight. I know it's not easy, ladies and gentlemen, but it's a constant fight because whether you guys like it or not, we we are battling the enemy 24-7. Oh, and, yeah. some, and some black women get so laxed up. Like, it's like the enemy doesn't the enemy doesn't rest. He hands the baton off. Yeah, he's 24-7. He's big brother. He's everywhere. He never rests. We somehow like the rest. We do a little work, and we want to sit and rest, go sit in the shade. Like I said before, we're 400 years plus behind. We ain't got time to be resting. We ain't got time to be chilling, playing, playing the PlayStation, whatever, whatever you're doing that is not trying to defeat the cause or trying to um, better your daughters or since we're talking about the black woman or your family or, you know, or be their role model. For other little girls that look up to you, I mean, if you're not doing that, then it's like, what are you doing? Like, we have no time for that, you know. The enemy at every moment, he tries to find his way to shut us down or to enslave us down the road, you know. And if and if you know that's going on, then if you knew that that was going on and if you knew all the other stuff, you know, we talked about, then I guarantee you it's going to be hard for you to sleep. 
and it's funny, you know, just getting just going a little bit off the topic. It's funny because you told me, you asked me, um, what did I want to do with myself? He was like, hey, what do you see yourself doing? And it's like now I'm to the point to where it's like I don't know what I want to do, even if even if I want to contribute to 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 this white nation and to these corporations. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's like I have no interest in it. You know, it's like I have it's like I, I'm just I'm just you know I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> I don't want to take it too far left, but I, I'm just gonna leave it. There. I mean, you can you can take it where you want to take it because I I believe that you should express you know your views. So, I mean, take it. They, let, yeah, let us know. You're a black man here in America, and you have a family. Tell us what you're thinking with that. Yeah, um, I have my family or whatnot, and it's kind of you want to be happy. You want to keep the smile on your face. You want to take your kids to school. You want to live by that, the basic rules of the world and be happy and see the smile on their faces or whatnot because they really don't know no better. They just know about happiness. They don't know about the stuff we talk about. And they're kids, and that's what it's all about. But it's starting to become harder and harder because I have my conscious glasses on, and I know a lot about a lot. And it's kind of hard to even it's, – it's it's hard to even just go to the mall and just sit down with your kids and eat some ice cream because you're like, what the heck is in this ice cream? What did they put in this? What did they put in that? Look at all these – look at all these – Look at all these marketing things where they're, they're, they're trying to cap you. I mean, I mean, when you put the conscious glasses on, like, man, everything just comes to you. And everything in my world, everything really bothers me. It's like I'm ready to break from this and get out of this. And it's hard to be with your family. Then you got to act normal with your family, you know what I mean? If they're not right. too caught up on it. And, you know, it could be really stressful, you know. And it has to you know? be stressful. For, yeah, exactly. That has to be stressful for you as a man, you know? Yeah. Yes. And and sometimes we as women, um, we don't really understand that, you know, our man is under a lot of stress too. And But then, man, you know, you have to realize that when you do get stressed out like that, you know, don't take it out on us. And sometimes, you know, a lot of the times I'll say that, you know, you guys will do that. You know, you'll transfer that negative energy that you receive from outside in the world onto us. And that's why I tell, you know, women to... Allow your man, when he gets home, to just rest, you know. Don't just, like, start nagging him, you know, because, you know, your home is a place of rest. So you should be able to have say-so about you resting, you know, and then you guys can set aside a time to discuss issues. There's nothing wrong with, you know, discussing an issue later. You don't always have to, you know, uh, deal with issues when they occur, you can schedule time to do that. What do you think about that? How do you feel? Like I feel, you know, I, feel exa- I feel exactly. Oh. I agree with you. Um, when I come home, because you know, when I come home from working at McDonald's, <laughs> yes, I have been through his line. Let me tell you, okay, you might not want to go when he's working. <laughs> When I come home from working at McDonald's, being at that register, and they have me doing all kind of stuff. I'm kidding, guys. I don't really work at McDonald's, but we're gonna we're going to go into that matrix, that, that dimension that I work there. Or we could say Burger King. When I go to when I work at Burger King, 
um, and the manager is giving me a, it's the white manager. He doesn't do anything, but he always wants to come out when the boss is here and whatnot. And they got me doing three things because they can't hire nobody because nobody want to work for him. He got some crap attitude. It's a busy day or it's always busy. They put me on the two to ten shift. I'm tired, whatever. And, you know, I do my thing for my family. I support, I, you know, I stock the freezer up. I drop the onion rings, the fries. I, I may go on the grill and help the cook out because he got an attitude. He may be too high. I got to help him out because he's my boy. I want to see him get fired. Then I got to go through the register and do my little thing, you know, or whatnot. Then help out and drive really through. Because these these are real life scenarios for people. <laughs> Somebody well, that feels me on that. Somebody and feels some me people, on that. You know what? And, and and yeah, we were being funny, but some people actually do work at uh, McDonald's and Burger King, and that's cool. You know, I'm actually glad that you're working wherever you're working. I'm glad. My first job, my first job was at Whataburger, and I I really missed that job, like for real. Like it was. You're taking, you were like taking it. food home, weren't you? I sure was. I, you probably got fired right. on your day off like Craig <laughs> for taking food home. <laughs> you damn right. The white folks took my they took my time, and my energy, so I'm taking any food. <laughs> that's a trade off. <laughs> I am mad at you. There's nothing to fast food workers. Like I respect because I've done it. That was my first job, and I did it for a while. And uh, like I said, I kind of miss it because that, that, that was my chill thing. But if they pay more, I'll still be working there. But uh, only because I have a family. But, yeah, I'm doing all this stuff. But anyways, the fast forward, fast forward. You know, you're walking home or you're driving home or you're riding your bike home, however you get home. You teleport home, whatever. You get home and you, you're thinking and, you know, thinking about working. You had a hard day. Boss was hard on you. Day was bad. And you, all you want to do is just go home and see that, that black woman. That's going to sit there and smile and give you that 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 she's going to give you that look, but she's also going to tell you with that look. I'm so glad that you're home, baby. You know, mm, what nice. can I what can I do for my king? What can I do for you? You know, that's all we want, but we all don't get that. We get the nagging, we get the we get the extra extra, and we don't need that. You know what I'm saying? And that's straight up alluding to what you just said, because I don't want to just be a robot and say what you just said, but pretty much you are very correct in what you said. We don't want to hear that. I mean, it's cool if we walk in the house and say, hey, how you doing? At least greet us and talk to us for a while and say, hey, baby, there's some things that we need to sit down and discuss later on today, you know, yeah. whenever you get your rest. Okay. Or whenever yeah, you're yeah. ready. I'm glad we agree on that, because that, that's, a, that's a really important factor, you know, and it's not only for – Man, it's for women, too. You know, if your woman is out there working and she comes home, you know, don't be getting on her about anything. Allow her to have time to rest. And if you were at home and you had time to do things, you know, be nice and, and, and do something around the house or have something waiting for her, too. Um, you know, because, like I said, unfortunately, we do have to work also. Um, we have a caller who who has something to say. So um, I like to, to see, I'm not sure if the caller is male or female. So we're going to go to caller uh, area code 201, last four, 9414. Um, when you're ready to speak, please state your name and where you're calling from. And when you're ready, you're on the air. Hi, Tierra. It's um, Garfield A. Reed. How are you, man? How are you? Hey, Garfield. 
<laughs> Why are you laughing as I call in? I have to support really? your show, man. I have to support well, thank you, man. Thank you very much. I and I love that. black women. I love black women. And I can't stop saying I love black women. Oh, my God. Dear. <laughs> Can you say it again for the listening I audience? Love, I love black women. There's nothing not mm. to love about a black woman. Nothing at all. And there's no such That's thing true. as a no good black woman, right? There's no such thing until some no good man turned them out, right? Isn't isn't that what they say? But anyway, let me say let me say let me say that, listen man, without the black woman, I'm gonna be honest, I have no reason to be on this earth. None. None whatsoever. If I don't have that black woman beside me, what's the purpose? That's half of your life right there, gone. You know, so Black woman, wow. black woman, black woman is the is just you know that's it. I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm I'm done. It's not elaborate. Wow. Well, I I thank you for that because you know that is very refreshing and it's good to know you know that you actually see that truth because that is a truth. You know, the if you are a black man, you know, the black woman is part of you. So anytime that you down a black woman, you're downing part of yourself. And really, we look really ignorant to other races doing that, you know? Like, that was really stupid. And you have to think about if you saw another race doing that, how silly they would look. You know, when I was in college, right, um, a sister had accused me of being um, color-struck. And, boy, I... I, I don't think I've ever dated a, a light-skinned chick in my life. Oh, my God, since that day. Oh, my I felt like I was obligated from then. You know, she had to be dark and lovely, man. And, I mean, not nothing against other sisters, but that's just my preference right now. I like dark-skinned women. And, um, so what, what happened with that situation that made you say that now you're going towards dark-skinned women? You know... I looked at it and I looked at myself because, I mean, growing up in Jamaica, it wasn't, uh, um, I didn't really have an issue with light skin, dark skin, because I was kind of young anyway. I mean, I left Jamaica when I was like, um, like well, 14, 15, so, you know, there was never an issue of she's light skin. I just looked at everybody as one, but I guess, I mean, coming here, I mean, I went to a school in um, Bedford, Massachusetts, so it was like eight black kids, and I remember um, I was playing soccer, I was on the soccer team, and this, this it was all whites on the team, I was the only black guy, and I had a game, and it was like, I was the only black person in the whole stadium, it was just ridiculous, and this white guy had kicked me, and it, there was a foul, and he said, I said, I scored a goal, and we were up two zip, and he said to me, you may be up to it, but at least I'm not a nigger. And just to show you my background, I didn't even know what a nigger was when I came to Hell America. no. So at the end of the day, <laughs> when I told the coach, I told the players, and the players said, Coach, the dude called him a, a, a nigger. And they said, what? And and they, a fight ensued after that. And they, they we were fighting back and forth. And I was like, why are they fighting? They were actually fighting because of me. And looking back at them, I'm like, wow, them white folks are different. Because that was an all-white town. I used to live on an Air Force base. So <laughs> that's the only place you'd find black people. And to see that they defended me at that time, knowing what a nigger is now, compared to, to the fact that I didn't even know what it was. it was, it was unbelievable that they fought for me as much as they did. But my, that's my background. So the color thing wasn't even in my mindset coming out of Jamaica. So when I came here now, and to somebody tell me that the first college I ever went to, this two-year college, um, LaGuardia Community College, and to, for a light-skinned person 
to tell me, light-skinned black person to tell me I don't like her friend who was actually from Africa because she was dark-skinned. It kind of like hit me, it hit me deep at that point and that, you know, she said I was color-struck and all that. And for some reason from then, it became, it was a, just a part of my subconscious that if I see somebody, if I see a light-skinned woman right now, I wouldn't even look at her, even if she's black. I wouldn't be interested. It's just that it's like my brain was a program from that day. It's like it really hit a nerve. So I'm just into dark skin women. I'm serious. Psychologically, I am. Well, that's actually pretty sad, Garfield, um, that you allowed that one small situation to change your whole view of a, a, a small aspect of a color spectrum, you know, within our, our, our community. Um, I've been hurt by black men, you know, but I don't down black men, light or dark skin, you know, and I've been hurt by both, you know, really bad. <laughs> but I but still have this black men. And just Maybe so you know, I am light right. skin, okay? I, I, I so know you I are. I actually take offense to that. And I know you well, are. Well, the listening audience doesn't. And so I do take offense to that. No, so that actually bothers me that you would you like just, to. Just, and you know what's actually pretty funny um, with the story that you told? The girl was actually giving big ups, you know, to the, the dark-skinned girl, saying, hey, I don't think you like her because she is dark-skinned. So she was actually promoting a dark-skinned woman. So for you to hate a light-skinned woman that's promoting a dark-skinned woman is actually confusing. No, I don't, I don't hate dark, light-skinned women. I just don't date them. You know, it's nothing against. As a matter of fact, the um, the dark skinned girl, I didn't like her because she was just plain and simply ugly. It wasn't about her being dark skinned. She was just she was just an ugly woman, but she was a beautiful person anyway, which is what really counts. But um, as far as looks, she wasn't the greatest looking person. That's what I decided to like her. But hey, you know, she took it to a whole other level. But don't feel bad. I don't have nothing against um, light skinned women. I don't and, feel and bad. I, I mean, and you, and, you and I think I think. I think you are are a nice person. I could tell. Does that, does that count? Uh, somewhat. Oh, like like some of your um, female friends, some of your best female friends are light skin. Is that you're gonna tell me next? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 oh God! I read. Um, actually, we still um, cool, Garfield. We still cool. <laughs> Yeah, but um, as far as the black woman, let's get back to the black woman, man. The black woman, and okay. we come in, they come in all kinds of shades. They come from the lightest. No, but one. really and truly, though, you know the light skin thing is a thing in the community because, you know, people used to say the LD barge look in our community. I'll be That's sure. why we should discuss it, yeah. Yeah, the LD barge, the I'll be sure types, and, and so forth. And, you know, you know people used to be talking in. about okay, that. And, so and the Bobby dark Brown, skin. the dark gable types like Big Daddy Kane and Bobby Brown and, you know, and Wednesday night. <laughs> used to talk about that all the time when I just yeah. came to this country. It was ridiculous. <laughs> so at the end of the day, even even um how to be a player, the brothers like, oh, light skin brothers are coming back in. They're coming back in. I'm like, it's just, it's just something that we always talk about. Something we always talk about. You know, but it has a lot to do with psychology too because um oh, well. folks tend to like, they're like lighter because of the whole mentality, whether we believe in Willie Lynch or not. You know, it has a lot to do with it. That's not our fault. How is that our fault? You know, unless unless we're promoting that. You know you know me on Facebook, you know, and you know that my profile picture is of a black like actually black, like the color black woman. Okay? So I mean and I'm a light skin, so just like the other sister who you met, you know, who promoted the dark skinned woman, here's another mm-hmm. one. 
another light skinned sister who's promoting, you know, the beauty of dark skinned women. You know, I have dark skinned you know women in my I, family. They are beautiful. They are you know beautiful. What? I have light skinned women in my family. They are beautiful. <laughs> I don't you know really, what I, I say. Like, honestly, I can't. I I think it's ridiculous. I, I I'm actually. I grew up being confused by that, too, because I have a sister, you know, who's darker than I am, and um, I've always seen her. You know, when I look into my family, I see her. So, you know, and then when I look in the mirror, I see me. But, I, you know, to me, that wasn't, it wasn't anything to me because, of course, we have the same mother and father, and, you know, she, she happens to be darker and I just happen to be lighter. So, you know, but we're in the same family. We came from the same two parents. So I don't even understand how we, well, how we even have that, you know, as an oh. issue. That was always and still is weird to me. I have a dark-skinned cousin. She is beautiful. She's a model. She's beautiful, you know. You know, oh that, you know in, Jama- in Jamaica, one of the issues I do want to bring about a dark-skinned issue is that we have Rich. a bleaching issue in Jamaica. Yes. We have yes. a bleaching okay, issue, yes. a serious, a self-hate issue. And one of the reasons why the government actually hated on um, the gentleman Vice Cartel, the artist, the recording artist, because he promoted that. He promoted that self-hatred to a whole other degree, like it was okay to do it. And, the, you know, people, of the government and, so, and, and many other conservative Jamaicans hated on him because, like, you're preaching and telling people that, oh, it's only okay to be light-skinned. You only can make it if you're light-skinned. So that was one of the things that a lot of people might not know this, but 12 families used to run the whole Jamaican economy before they had two national parties right after independence over 50 years ago. So you used to have 12 families, and all these families were light-skinned Jamaicans. And I mean light-skinned. These people are like white. I mean, we had like the, the first, one of the first prime ministers was pretty much a white man, Norman Manley. He was light-skinned. Bustamante was light-skinned, like a white man, light-skinned. Then you had Michael Manley, who was white. If you walk up to him, you think he's a white man. And then the man after him, Edward Siaga, was of Persian descent, who, was, who went to school actually with um, George Bush Sr. at Yale. So there was a connection there, you know, because they used to call him Siaga. But he was light-skinned, and he helped corrupt the country. So, you know, there's a lot of light-skinned people actually ran Jamaica for years, up until the 90s with a jet black, black man named P.J. Patterson took over. So he was the okay, first well, black me, man to actually run Jamaica. So a, a lot, of, a lot of the this. leadership has been licensed in Jamaica. Go ahead, sister. Now, how, how, was the leadership, um, how was the leadership selected in Jamaica? Um, by election. They, they voted. Okay, so, so then that means each time that a light-skinned person was elected in, and there had to be dark-skinned people participating in that, okay? But there was only two light-skinned people running. There was either Manly or so, okay, Siaga. Then why, wasn't there there a, why wasn't there a dark-skinned person running? Why didn't the other um, dark-skinned people, you know, help to get that going? It was the roots. Norman Manley was the first prime minister, I think, or Buster Manley, and both of them were near white. And then Norman Manley's son, Michael Manley, took over the People's National Party. So he became the leader. So he's light-skinned. And then Siaga took over from, you know, the whole CIA-George Bush connection. So he was like an agent for America in Jamaica. So, you know, he took over. And then after that, Manley took over. And then after Manley retired, that's when a black person actually, you know, dealt oh, with Oh, um, an actual black person because they were dark. Actual. So as in light-skinned doesn't count? Is that what you mean? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I would say but that. My hair is nappy. My hair is oh, nappy. No, 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 no. no, no, no sister, no. I'm trying to tell you that these people are like white people. They're white people ruling the country. I'm not yeah. talking like. I'm yeah, not talking like. Saying. I'm not saying that they're Jamaican black. They're white people that were ruling the country. Well, no, you said you said light skin. That. You said well, light yeah, skin. light skin, but they were white. They're pretty much white. Yeah, yeah. That was a code name for it. That was a code name. Yeah. yeah. So. At the end of the day, if, if, if in Jamaica, I know there's a psychological problem with bleaching because bleaching right now is predominant. People bleach. They look whiter than the whitest white men right now in Jamaica. It's disgusting. It's one of the biggest. And, you know, <laughs> Jamaica is in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most churches per square mile and the most bars per square mile. Like when the people leave church and go to the bars. So I don't know what's going on with that. But it's one of the most unholiest places to live. That's my home country, but I have to speak the truth. And the fact that we hate each other so much, <laughs> you guys think the Bloods and the Crips go at it here? Boy, you need to go live in Jamaica for a month. It's ridiculous in Jamaica right now. It's like Chicago morning, noon, and night. It's ridiculous. Lord. So, you know, we hear about well, Jamaica. You know, that, that, that is an issue that should be addressed you know? and so anyway, sister, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, and then I'm going to call you back in like 15 minutes. Okay, and I'm gonna join <laughs> the show. All right, All right. I'm gonna support okay, the show. Well, thank you I have for to. Me, I appreciate it. Black and you know we're black cool. Nation. And I'm chocolate. Uh, I love you, my black brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm chocolate. I'm caramel chocolate. Do you like those type of oh, guys? Oh, I love you. Like... I love you, sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sister. Take care. Bye. All right, bye. Um, if we have any more callers, uh, we have a few callers who are in the queue. Um, so if you did want to add anything to the conversation, please feel free to press 1 to add your thoughts. Okay. Um, all right, going back to you, D. Morris, what do you think about what he has to say um, with the whole, you know, light skin, dark skin thing and how he, you know, um, felt a certain type of way uh, about light skin women? Yeah, why did you feel a certain because, first? Like, why, did, why, did, why did you feel a certain type of way? That he felt a certain type of way about light skinned women because I'm a light skinned woman, so black woman. Okay. Well, I, mean, I felt that he was. Go ahead. It's your right. show. Go ahead. No, this is your show. Go ahead. No, I want your input. No, this is the BNC. Go ahead. <laughs> you are so ridiculous. <laughs> I'll put you on mute. No, I'm just like, um, no, but seriously, like, I felt offended because. You know, like I said, I'm a light-skinned black woman. And then he really didn't even have a valid reason to not, you know, like um, black, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, light-skinned women. And then that will carry over, you know. He, he, people get influenced by other people, and he can, you know, influence others to feel that way. And then just even period, even if it was only him that felt that way, that still causes a divide in our community, and we really don't need that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm offended and I want to address it because I don't feel like we should feel that way. I, 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 like I said before, I, I think that's weird. Well, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of men that feel the same way that he feels. But can we at well, least give him the credit? Can we at least give him the credit and the credentials to say thank you? You know, at least he loves, <gasps> at least he gravitates more to the black woman. At least he gravitates <gasps> to that. Now, if you don't... How dare you? That's so sad. That is so sad. At least 
you know, he likes black women. Why can't he? I mean, uh, we're black too. Hello, once again. You're not letting like, me talk. Why are we you're being left out of being you're, black, though? You're not letting me talk, and you did okay, not let the caller talk. You have to let people <gasps> talk, and you have to let people. You have to let people voice their opinions, like to the fullest extent, and then you talk. Go ahead, my black brother. <laughs> well, I'm gonna get a lot of flack off for that when the show's over. Nah, you did. <laughs> I already know what you're gonna tell me. Right? <laughs> All right, but what I was saying is, at least he's gravitating. It's a process to get to where we will love people to be. It's a process, and dude, I mean, I, I, I think what I was hearing, and I'll probably have to hear the show over again to hear what he said more about it. But he was pretty much just saying. Like the light skinned person, like the light skinned I mean, the light skinned woman, like like he said, he liked black women, but he don't like light skinned women, right? Is, is that what the is that what the the argument is right here? Yeah. Okay, he made me he the light skinned women, but not light skinned. Because the light skinned women to him, in his eyes and his image, and by probably by the way he was raised or grew up or saw things, the light skinned woman is like the black woman. Some, not all, but some. And he may have meant some. I, I'm sure he didn't mean all. But he may have missed some. You so said that I, some I really, are like what? I didn't hear some what may said. Be, <laughs> Some may be in the image of a – some light-skinned women may remind him or automatically – he may automatically see a white woman. You know what I'm saying? Like when he sees a light-skinned woman. Maybe he thinks of a white woman. That's why he doesn't like um, it. And, and you think that's cool? That's okay? That's acceptable? No, no, I don't. I don't think that's. I mean, I don't think. I, I'm not trying to get so into that. So then, why are you defending that? I, I never said I was defending it. You asked me my thoughts on it. Oh, I it's I was the brotherhood. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's the brotherhood. Oh, okay. That's great. You know what? And I'm jealous of that. You know what? Feel free to support him because, like I said, we have sisters. We don't do that. We don't do that. And, what, and I, want, I wanted to add to the Jamaican incident. I mean, there was a Jamaican crisis down there. Even little Kim bleaches herself. Nicki Minaj don't bleach herself. Beyonce don't bleach herself. I mean, but down there in Jamaica, it's horrible. Like, it's bad. Sammy Sosa even bleached himself. You know Sammy Sosa, the baseball player? He looks crazy right now. I mean, the bleaching thing is, is big, man. It's happening. Yeah, I actually um, saw him, uh, the, the pictures about him. That was ridiculous. And, you know, and since we're speaking on that, I'd actually like to give um, a story that um, happened with me dealing with that. I was, um, I was going to this, um, uh, this store in Los Angeles where it has, like, black products and stuff like that. I like to buy um, incense and oils and um, body oils and stuff like that. And so um, while I was at the counter, I saw that they had some uh, bleaching cream. And um, I asked them, I was like, you know, why do you guys have this bleaching cream here, you know? And I was like, um, I, was like I-, I feel that you should take this off of your shelves. I said, because that's promoting self-hate, you know? So, and like I said, I'm light-skinned. I don't need to bleach, you know? But I stood up for the fact that I don't think that they should be selling bleaching cream, you know? I think that that is actually ridiculous. I totally agree with that. They should take that off the shelf. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of that, as well. Yeah, I mean that's actually pretty ridiculous. Um, we have some callers who um, want to give some input, so I'm going to go ahead and go to um, 
the area code 951-0749. Um, when you're ready to speak, please state your name and where you're calling from. You're on the air. Uh, my name is Cynthia. I'm calling from Texas. Um, and I haven't heard um, the whole show. I came, um, came in um, a little bit before. I think his name was Garfield came on. Uh, I'm sorry. I heard when he was saying about the difference <laughs> in um, skin tone. <laughs> um, I just think it, it, it's funny and sad that, I mean, like you had said, that um, black people are still going through that. Like, black is black. I've dated light, dark, and in between, <laughs> and I've never, like, I, I can never and, and what are, and what, are you, and what are you, so the, so the listening audience knows, what, what are you? Oh, uh, black. I forget I don't sound black. <laughs> I am, white, I am, white. I'm dark. <laughs> I'm dark black. <laughs> but thank you, I guess. Maybe, thank I don't know. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that, yes. Thank you, he, thank he you. He guessed white. Look, look. So why, why did I you think she was white, D. Morris? Why did you think I she, thought she was, was white? I thought she was a Caucasian um, female because she's – I'm not going to say this. Cause I'm, cause, because, because I talk white. Yeah, like, don't no, it on my mind. Well, no, no, oh, ladies. No, because she talks very – Proper? She talks very, she, she talk very proper, very intellectual, you know, very sur- suburban, you know. Not suburban, but, you know – very, you know, some real nice, you know. Some of you here in a nice neighborhood, you know, she has that tone. You know what's funny, though, is I grew up in one of the most ghetto neighborhoods in California where there were actually, like, shootouts, cops coming to our apartment, searching for people, middle of the night, um, drive-bys, run-bys inside the apartment complex. So people Thanks. always, yeah, so, so and that's what, I mean, us as black people have to get over all the stereotypes between ourselves, skin color and all that stuff. It's just, to I me, mean, that's just funny that we still even feel that way about ourselves. And um, just to speak on kind of about, like, the celebrities that's bleaching themselves, I don't think that a lot of it is them themselves hating, um, hating themselves. Um, I think a lot of it, too, is just... Um, I would say the media or their publishing company or whoever's, you know, over them that holds the, the key to their money, I think has a lot of influence on that because, of course, I mean, dark skin just now is starting to, you know, actually be acceptable. Me at work, I feel that um, a lot of people will prejudge me on my dark skin <laughs> um, and not even know me. Um, I've had people who I spoke to on the phone at my job, um, and then they come in and they see me and then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I just spoke with Nikki. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hurt. And they're like, no, the other Nikki. And I'm like, no, the only Nikki here, you know. So it's um a lot of it That's with, with celebrities. It's just, yeah. You know, you're, you're a black woman and, 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 and just because you speak, you know, um, like you have some education or that, you know, you – have some intelligence to yourself or that you speak proper English, even though, you know, this is, you know, our oppressor's language, but, you know, that they didn't, that they just refused to believe that you were the person who they were speaking to on the phone. Like, how did that, how did that make you feel if you could, like, you know, elaborate more on that? Um, you know, it, now being an adult, it doesn't bother me because I'm used to it. Um, Because, I mean, I've, heard it since I was a little kid or I mean my 
cousins um, would kind of tease me about the way that we spoke. Um, I think, and, and I would give credit a lot to my mom because my mom, <laughs> my mom didn't grow up in a nice suburban neighborhood either, but she made sure that we did take our education seriously. Um, so, you know, and it's funny because I actually had a customer of mine. Um, it's funny. It was an old country chick, excuse my language, white trash guy. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and he, he was like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, um, California. And he's like, well, where were you born and raised? California. And um, he's like, oh, your parents must white. Are you adopted? And I'm like, no. Why would you say that? And he was like, because you don't talk like black people. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you know, like you, you talk like you're white. And he's like, um, are your, like, is your parents mixed with white? And I'm like, no, my mom and dad are both from the L.A. area. <laughs> and he just couldn't believe it. But then I had this guy who he himself didn't even speak proper English. He was white trash, but he, like, just couldn't believe that someone black was, I guess, more intelligent than he was and could speak better. So, I mean, in that instance, I was offended. Um, but then also it's just kind of like, well, he's already ignorant. I can tell that. So what do I expect from someone else who's ignorant anyways? So, I mean, it's just I'm used to it, I guess. Yeah, see, and, you know, and, and all too often that that is an occurrence, you know, that, and that's in a, because it's a stereotype. And that's something that we need to fix. And as we just saw, you know, right here, right now, that even our own people you know, even so that same way. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's really sad. Um, let me see. We have another caller I want to get to. Um, I'm going to uh, place you back into the queue, um, but if we have more time in the show, I'd love to get, come back to you, okay? Okay. All right. So we're going to go to the 562 area code. Um, last four is going to be... Okay, there we go. Uh, last four is going to be 9654. Um, you're on the air. When you're ready to speak, please say your first name and where you're calling from. Okay. Hello, this is Don calling from Long Beach, California. Woo, woo. Um, <laughs> and I, I caught the, um, I got on the line to a little too late, and I didn't catch the topic of the story. Um, pretty much it's, um, I don't know if you caught our last show of, Titled is the black woman God or a bitch, and it's pretty much just covering, you know, what, you know, what people think about black women. What are your opinions of black women? My opinions on black women. Well, for the most part, I feel like some black women don't get the proper respect that they deserve. I feel like a lot of black women out there is getting shortchanged out the situation and getting treated disrespectfully from somebody that doesn't appreciate them and leaves out the the good guys out there that want to appreciate them but can't because they're already tied down to somebody else who don't care too much for them. My question is, why do black women like men like that? Okay, um, what, so you... Hello? No, she probably no. She, she probably got kicked. She probably got kicked. But um, what you what you had? You asked a good question. 
you, you, you asked a great question on that. Uh, I would like to know that as well. I, I would also like to know that question. Because I can't seem to find the answer to that question. And I've been searching and searching and searching for this answer. And I don't understand why why some black women like to be treated the way they do. And when, when they do have an opportunity, like when they do run into a good man, why they mm-hmm. don't take the opportunity? Why would they rather set up a less? See, it's funny, man, because I was just about to get into that topic, too. And um, <clears throat> I think they're scared, man. Like, in my, my opinion, maybe I'm wrong, but me, I think they're scared, man. Because they always talk about they want, they want a good man or whatever, and they hoop and holler about it. And then when they finally get one, they don't know how to treat them. You know what I'm saying? Like, or they don't know how to maintain them. And they and they gravitate to that, you know, that person that's being less of a man, the dude that's not working, the dude that's sitting on the couch and letting her work. You know what I'm saying? And Okay, I'm I'm back in, um, but please continue, just so you know, I'm here. Oh, it's on you. It's on you. We want to hear okay, from you. Okay, well, thank you for continuing the conversation while I was disconnected. Um, but, um, Paula, if you could finish what you were saying, um, because, um, you know, I like that was cut off. I was, I was just wondering, like, most black women, they like to settle for less in a man. Like, they like they rather settle with a, a guy that really don't care too much for them or don't show them the proper respect that they deserve. But when they re- when they meet a real man, like a real good man at that, that want yeah. to treat them and do good for them and everything, why uh-huh. they don't like taking the opportunity? Yeah. Just like they want to stay in the same boat, the same situation. They don't want to oh, – okay. I guess they I, – I feel like they – scared to express how they really want to be treated because they've been treated so wrong for the past couple of years. And, like, it's, I guess it's traumatizing them, but I want to be able to show it out in a lot of females, a lot of black women. A lot of black women need to be praised for what they do and respect it more. But they can't because they were somebody that doesn't respect them. I don't understand that. Okay, well, you know what I think? Um, I think that we as a people, um, we have been taught to respect um, strength, and if, no matter what type of strength, you know, that it is um, when someone, you know, shows some type of strength that we, um, we flock to that, especially because, you know, we are constantly being attacked. And um, so, like, you know, women, you know, when they like the bad boy, well, the bad boy, you know, he seems to be, like, you know, tough and, you know, you know, hard and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, yeah, you know, this is the man I want to go after. While, you know, um, a different type of man, you know, may not, you know, um, he may not, um, let's say, like, um, demonstrate, you know, his strength, even though he may have strength, but he may not, you know, just demonstrate it or feel the need to demonstrate it all the time. So since the women um, don't get a chance to see him demonstrate his strength, they go for the man or they gravitate towards the men who do, um, you know, outwardly or, you know, constantly um, uh, show display their strength, you know, whether, like I said, whether it be good or bad, whether they're doing it in a positive way or a negative way. Okay. Okay, because I, I ran into a conversation with a black friend of mine, a black woman at that. Um, she was telling me about a situation on how, like, her, the the father of her daughter doesn't want to be in his life, doesn't want to be in her life, and doesn't want to be in hers either. But she's trying to do everything she can, being as loyal as she can, like like staying loyal, committed to him. But he don't want, he don't want it. He want to do out, like go out and do, experience everything else. But yet she still stays with him, sticks with him. 
she's not talking to nobody else or nothing. She's faithful to him, but he's not faithful or loyal or respected to her because he's out doing whatever. But she just left there struggling and stressing out over somebody that doesn't care for her. Why can't she just get it? Why she just can't feel the need to get up and walk away from that? Like, why set yourself up for failure like that? Well, you know what I feel like with that? Um, black women, we're loyal. We're really loyal. So when, we're, when we get with someone, you know, we try to stick in there for the long haul. And we go through a lot with you guys. And as um, the gentleman said earlier, you know, about how, you know, there's not like a bad woman without a man, you know, making her that way. It's because we do stay so long in a relationship taking, you know, the BS from men. And that's why um, women are more prone to having um, heart problems, you know, because of, like, stress dealing with that. We we have to take on a lot. And we no. take on a lot silently. No. Uh, please, interject. No, uh, the, the man has more. That's why the man dies before the woman. You see that most of the time because we done dealt with this stress and dealt with a lot of stuff to the point to where we, you know, when we get up to that age, we can't live no longer. That's why you always see most of the time the woman lives more. She lives more than the man. Well, that's, that's I mean, I that's just because I'm going to say because, you know, men, one, uh, the you guys are more um, prone to do physical labor than women, you know, first of all. So that, that um, you know, weighs on your health. Men, a lot of times, like red meat. <laughs> okay, let's get down to the, the issues of why our men are dying. You know, it's, it's a lot of from what we eat, you know. So yeah. don't say it's like, you know, <laughs> stress because it's, it's, it's a lot of our, our, our with our diet. Well, with our diet. Well, well, we could talk about that later. I just want to make sure the caller gets his answer, you know, his answer for for now. Okay, no, yeah, no problem. My my like I just said, like my my thing is why why black women is afraid to move on from a a band aid relationship. Because like I said, you know we're we're just super loyal. We really are, and you guys can't deny that. You see, like even with your story, yeah. that deals with loyalty because we will stick it in with you guys, and like I said, we will keep taking your BS, it's just until we cannot take it anymore. Like R. Kelly, you know, song says, when a woman's fed up, well, when a, a woman yeah. has to get fed up from getting fed BS, R. you know what Kelly. I mean? You yeah, went straight to R. Kelly. Wow. I, was, I mean, I said the song, saying. though. Yes, yes I, I went to R. Kelly indirectly because I actually referenced if I can, his song. If I, I can quote R. a great man, song. if I can quote a great You're man, ridiculous. R. Kelly. Robert You're Kelly ridiculous. said it best. Both of you. <laughs> You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Robert Kelly said it best. Right. Hey, I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. My thing bu- is, my, I don't know. My thing is, when I see a black woman going through it and shit, that like that want to be out of the situation she's in, but can't or feel the scared to. I just want to be able to make shit happen for her not to worry about it. But I won't. I can't get an opportunity to show that. Like, like well, I don't know. You know, then I, you know, you've got to start going after women who actually respect the type of man that you are. You know, same for women. We have to start going after men who respect the type of women that we are. You know, and that's man, I wish pretty much find that. She might not have, a, you know, a fat ass or something like that. But if she's faithful and loyal, and she has a good head on her shoulders. 
you know, I'm not going to say don't be with anyone who you're not attracted to because that leads to problems. I always think that you should be physically attracted to who you're with because then you'll always stray. You know what I mean? I'll, like, I also believe that you should be best friends and, um, like I said before, you like to hang out with the person who you're with because then you're going to find someone else. You're going to eventually find someone else who you do enjoy. Okay. So I think you should go after women who respect the type of man that you are. Start looking into what type of woman that is. Maybe do some self, you know, reflection, you know, and, and see, like, what type of woman do I really want, though? Not the woman who, who gets my immediate attention, you know, but um, what type of woman, what type of woman um, do I really want, you know, deep down inside, someone who I can spend the rest of my life with happily, you know, I'm happy that we're still together after 50 years. You know, not like, oh, yeah, we made it. Like, woo. <laughs> okay, that, that narrows down to my question. Well, okay, well, thank you very much for calling in. Uh, please feel thank free to you. continue to listen in. We're going to go ahead um, and go to the next call. And while we're going to the next call, um, it's going to be from the area code 214-7325. Um, when, you're, when I uh, ring you in, please go ahead and state your name and where you're calling from. But while we're doing that, um, I'd like to go ahead and um, read something that's in the chat room. Um, one of our listeners uh, wrote, uh, women like bad guys. Um, Hi, women, this is Monet. like exciting men. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hi, this is Monet. I'm calling from Dallas. I actually kind of want to touch bases on uh, what the last um uh, was stating. Um, I was actually in like a three-month kind of, I guess you say, a little three-month little dating thing. I had um, I had called it quits with my child's father, and I decided to, you know, do – be on my own and do the things that I need to do. I took a beating from him, and I'm not t- saying, like, seriously beating like he put his hands on me, but I put a, took a beating where he wore me down to where I felt like I was nothing because I gave him my everything, and yet I got nothing in return. Well, probably about a year and a half later, I met a really, really good guy. He was really good, and he wasn't the most attractive um, but he was really good, like anything I needed, he was there for me, anything. And then he um, proposed to me, not as proposed as marriage. He just, as being in a relationship, he was like, I'm ready for you. He was like, I don't want you to work. I want to take care of you and your child. And I hadn't introduced my child to him, and we were probably dating for um, close to two months by this time. Um, I usually don't bring anybody in my child's life until probably after a year to almost nine months. So he hadn't met my son, and he hadn't even came, came to my house, but we had such a really good friendship that he was in a really good dating relationship to where he was like, you know, I want to take care of you. Well, most women would be like, okay, yeah, let's jump on the ball. But I didn't. reason being is because I knew I was too broken, and I knew that I didn't want to hurt his feelings as a man because he's a really, really good man. And I knew I wasn't ready for that. And I wasn't physically attracted to him at all. And um, I know we're supposed to wait till you know, we're married to have, you know, relations with other with your uh, mate. But we did. And that wasn't acceptable on my standards. 
So I that wasn't something that I wanted to, you know, be with. He was a really good person, but at the same time, I felt like I would probably hurt him. And then as well, I didn't feel like I was getting what I needed out of a relationship as well because money is not everything. I mean, yeah, the quality time he was there, and he was actually able to be, you know, a man for me, but it wasn't for me, and I didn't want to hurt him as well because I know I wasn't dating other people, but, I just felt like because I wasn't secure about us being in a relationship that I didn't want to step forward and be in a relationship with him like that because I, we were never called boyfriend and girlfriend. We were just dating. And I only date one person because I can't be two people because I, I'll mess up and call somebody else somebody else's name. So I just <laughs> I couldn't do it. You know what oh, I mean? my God. I will, honestly, because I can't, I'm not but a good liar. you know what, I, like, I, I actually agree with that. Um, I can only date one person at a time. Um, because, yeah, it's that's too much. too much. Like, I'm too lazy. Yeah, I'm too lazy for all that, you know. Like, with, I don't want to have to worry about keeping my, you know, life together, like you said. Like, I don't yeah, even want to so have to worry about it, all it, that. It's too, it was too much for me. And even when I did date, like, like three guys, I dated three guys. It was a lot of work, and I wasn't. And I was not having um, having relationships with each of these men. I mean, uh, they literally were people who I was. And just, you know, just enjoying me as a person because I'm a really good woman. And I can say that for myself. And I'm not saying that I'm bragged, but I'm very confident in the woman that I am. Yeah. But, and I knew I had things that I can bring to the table for them. And I mean, they have things that they can bring to the table. But as the same, I think it's, it's, it's basically who you have to be. You have to make sure that you're secure about yourself. And I wasn't secure about myself being in a relationship because I had it was a trust issue that I had. You know, I gave this man my everything. I had a child with him, and I got nothing from the situation, but everything from the situation. So my son is my everything. You know, but it was just a lot that I got from. It was a lot that I took, and I just couldn't be with him. And it was too many well, um, decided they wanted to be with me. Yeah, and, you know, that, that's pretty hard for us, you know, to have to deal with when we, like you said, when we are loyal and that um, that loyalty is not reciprocated. Um, some um, a, a listener asked, um, you know, a, a question towards the caller. Um, they said she threw him away because he wasn't handsome. Is that is that, um, is that how it you feel? It wasn't because he was handsome. It wasn't because he was handsome, no. I didn't throw him away because even if today if I wanted to call him and say, hey, how are you doing, and even if he wanted me or needed me to be there for him and if I need him, we we still have that. It's not like I I, I know I didn't throw him away, but I knew I couldn't be with him. I, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not going to wake up in the morning and look at you and I know that I, because I believe there is someone for everyone. That's but right. That's right. I'm not going to. That's that's basically me basically settling. I'm not gonna settle. I refuse to settle. You know what? And that's so, good. That's good. I and I'm not saying I'm settling. Settle. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm settling for as he was an uglier person, but he wasn't attractive for me. You know what mm. I mean? Like mm. I, I mean, it took me five years to be in a relationship, <laughs> but it took me five years to you know just actually be in some a relationship. I am now engaged, and it took me five years to actually find out that I was gonna be with my best friend. You know what I mean? Congratulations. So, Congratulations on that, by you. the way. So it took me yes. time to figure out myself because it looked, my son is about to be six years old, and I left it alone in two, uh, 2009, and I we fumbled back in 2010. But at the same time, throughout some times, I did have really good men that wanted to take care of me and wanted to do things for me, but it, I, I, I didn't. You wasn't ready. 
I wasn't ready, and I didn't you feel like ready. that I should put somebody in that position if I'm not ready. Because I'm not, we are as women, we can't do that. Well, I can't do it. I'm, I'm a true woman. I can't do that, and I'm not there to do that. I'm here That's to right. nurture you. I'm here to be there for you, and I'm here to be A1 for you. And I'm going to continue right. to be A1 for you. So if I had to wake up what? next to him and I wasn't sure with myself, then that's not that that's that's something that I have to deal with because he is a handsome man for somebody, but he wasn't for me. And that's great that you did that. I actually um, applaud you for that. Um, I actually wish more people would do that. You know, don't settle just because somebody is, you know, you're like, well, I'm probably not going to find something like this. You know, if you're not attracted to that person, if you're if you're not um, compatible with that person, you know, don't waste your time. And you know, emotionally and everything like that, you know, you shouldn't be with them because all you're doing is just prolonging the breakup, and then you're adding extra problems into your life and into their life. Yeah. And you know, if you have children, of course, into their lives too, because then you guys are going to have to start over. You know, whether you be with someone new or if you're just by yourself, you know. But the situation now has changed. You know, and so that's why we do need to just go ahead and wait, you know, and right. until we do find someone and not settle because, you know, that will stop a whole lot of problems that we have, seriously. We just need and, to you know and, and you know something that's funny, listening to your story, caller, it's funny listening to your story because you see how the universal guy works. You went through yeah. all that. You, you went through all that just to get here, it, just, just, to, just to get to the prize. Now you're engaged. You got a good man. Right. He's in the life. He's in your life. I mean, I mean, you've been down a long road, you know. It wasn't given to you easy, but now it's here. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think I think that I think that's a great story right there. That's, that's yeah, and then and then say, at the same time, um, we are still friends. Like I can still call him. We can still have that laughter, and we respect each other. We you break up aren't meant to be oh f you f you. No, let's talk it out. Let's be realistic about it. And we talked about it because it wasn't just him not being attractive. It was it was. Him, it was finances as well. I mean, he was. Well, he so, you was know what? Um, if I could just step in um, while you're saying that, there's nothing wrong nah. with you saying that he's not attractive. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you're not attractive to him, you're not attracted to him. And like I said, you will end up straying, to, um, you know, with someone who you are attracted to. Yeah, I'm going to cheat. And that's, I don't want to. I, I knew that's what it would have been. It would have been there. Like, I would have cheated. And. And it wouldn't, yeah. been, it wouldn't been okay. You know what I mean? Like that's not okay because I shouldn't have put myself in that position from the get go. So exactly. no, I did not throw him away because he is still a good friend. He's still a good friend. I didn't throw him away. He's a very good friend, and he respects me as a mother. He respects me as a woman, and I respect him as well because he was willing to take me and my child and to make a home. And I, whoever gets him, I, they are going to have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful man because he is also from the uh, Nigerian nation. So he's he was a really wonderful guy. A lot of there's a little stereotypic about you know Nigerians and things like that, but he was really he was really wonderful. And then he met my son probably probably a year later after you know we called it that three months. He met my son and. He did anything Makai needed. He was a friend, so I could bring him around. He can come around my son because I know that's the person that's going to be in his life because he's a friend. You know what I mean? Relationships are iffy, so I'm not going to bring him into that equation. That that's a great call on your part too um, with that because, like I said, you know, you don't if you have children, you don't want to have to keep changing your children's situations. 
you know, so that's that's excellent that you did that. And then I, I'd also like to um, add in what you said about um, Nigerians. Nigerians actually do get um, a bad um, rap, and I, I happen to be familiar with uh, Nigerians. And I've actually been to Nigeria, and I enjoy my trip to the fullest. So mm-hmm. just throw that in there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Look at this one. The only time he speaks <laughs> right now is when he has something negative to throw in. His little grunt. No, I just come in, you know, whenever. You know, this is this is your plateau. This is this is the Black Nation, you know, Black Nation club. <laughs> well, I do I do appreciate your input. Um, well, thank you, Carly. We're going to go to um, another call. Um, I'd love to have you, you know, continue to listen in. And if we do have more time in the show, I'd love to. Um, bring you back in and see if you well, have anything to Well, thank you for having me. I t- I, I'm actually going to be listening, but I'm at work, so i got to go back. I'm, gotta get, I'm on my break, so <laughs> I'm still listening. Okay, oh, well, thank shout you, out you guys. To you. Shout out to you. That's, that's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, we really listening. appreciate that greatly. We thank you so much. Work, and uh, you, you have right. a great day at work, too. Have you a great will. day. Bye. Thank you, guys. With the white uh-huh. folks. Oh, bye. <laughs> you are a silly boy. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to go uh, to the next caller. Uh, it's going to be area code 2019414. I think this might be Garfield, but just in case it isn't, uh, state your name and where you're calling from. Yes, Garfield. The reason why I took back in is because you guys said Nigerians get a bad rap. Now, Uh-oh. I need to make something Uh-oh. clear here. Nigerians get a bad rap because they do. Listen, listen, listen. You know how many times my Facebook has been hacked by folks emailing me saying, oh, um, I have such and such family member, he just won $10 million. Come on, man. Let's just keep it real. The majority of folks that. No, I did not fall for it. What happened is they they sent you a message and said hi with a pretty lady in it. So when you say hi back. They, they they tapping you, they they getting into your codes and all that stuff, and then Facebook will send you a message saying that you have been, or people will say, oh, your, 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 your stuff has been hacked or whatever. My whole thing with, with the whole Nigerian thing, and I'm going to say it because I'm Jamaican too, when it comes to scams, Nigerians and Jamaicans are always some way, shape, or form a part of it. Do you know the new $100 bill has already been counterfeited? I can't you know believe that. Right. Now, now, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me carefully. I was sitting down in a restaurant the other day, and all I had on me was the new Monopoly $100 bills that they have out today. I could not pay for my bill with cash. I had to use my credit card because they refused to take the $100 bill from me because guess what? A Jamaican or a Nigerian, the person said to me, they're not sure what nation they are, but they had an accent, came in there and used the $100 bill. I said to them, it must be Jamaican or Nigerian. I'm not, I'm not judging, but I'm just going by the history of what these folks have done. And I'm Jamaican, so I can speak ill about them. I'm just saying Nigerians have a bad rap because of what they have done. It's not, it's not about people that's making up stuff. It's reality. They might be more good Nigerians than bad Nigerians, yes. But the majority that I have I've been in contact with are either 99% of them are criminals, period. It's just the truth, 99% of them. Now, the ones that you met on your vacation, of, of course you're going to be good when you're on vacation. 
I'm that I Garfield A. Reed have met, me personally, not talking about you, talking about me, have been criminal minded. It's just a reality. I can't, I can't go around that. But again, I love, I love them. I love my people. But they, 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 they're, 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 they're like ginnels, you know. That's a Jamaican term, ginnel. Most of them are ginnels. Well, that I admit. It's not, not generalizing base. I'm not saying all Nigerians are. I'm saying the ones that I have met. And let me just be careful. And the people from Ghana now, those are the ones who, who are there. I've never met a bad person from Ghana. Never in my life. All of them have been great people. Never met somebody. But it might be more bad Ghanaians than good, but I don't know. But the ones that I have met, 100% of them have been great people. Nigerians, 99% are bad. That I, Garfield, read have met. The ones oh, that my you gosh. Have met, I can't believe you're saying this. Like, just, I, don't, I just, do not agree with that at all. Not at all. That is ridiculous. You, hold, I on. You agree? You, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You're not agreeing okay, that the ones that I have met? Remember I said the ones that I have met. I'm making it specifically clear. Not the ones okay, that you and, have and met. Okay, and so let me – I feel you on that. But I'm saying I do not agree – Okay, that they that they um, get a, a bad rap because they deserve it. That's actually your point that you're making. So that's actually what I'm addressing. I do not agree with that at all. Um, I have, like I said, I've been to Nigeria and I've been around Nigerians for a very long time. And you know, most of them are hardworking people. A lot of them are like nurses and engineers, and you know, they go to school. They're they're even suffering and you know, while they're going to school and to get these degrees and everything, working hard, not scamming anyone. I can't even believe you said that. That's crazy. But you are the same person who said you don't like light-skinned women. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. hey, I want to ask him a question. Let me ask you, man. Go ahead, bro. Get my back. Get my back. Go ahead. No. I see what... We're trying to go back to what you said about the light-skinned sister. I see mm-hmm. where you're coming from, but she did not see where you was coming from with that statement. She really took offense to that. Which one, the Nigerian? No, about about, no. about about you like about you liking the black woman, but you don't I like lo- the light-skinned woman. The thing is, woman. I love. No, no, I, you know what? Let me change it. I'm sorry. I don't date light-skinned women. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me put it that way. I don't date light-skinned women. I like chocolate. That's all I like. I only like chocolate, and that's what I go with. That's that's what's it. That means that means if I was if I was single and I tried to talk to Tierra, it would not work because it, it, I I wouldn't feel her because if she's like that's what's me, that's what's my preference. I like dark skinned women. And nothing wrong with that, Tierra. There's nothing wrong with that. He wants the no. real chocolate. Um, he don't want the light chocolate. He wants some real chocolate. He likes chocolate. This is ridiculous, but like you know, I let it he go. Don't want no, he don't want no. He don't want this, peanut this butter. Negro, this Negro, this co-signing Negro D Morris just brought that up just to let you know. That he supports <laughs> what you have to say, okay? He's a no, 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 no. See, see, oh my man, let me tell you: is this the Black Nation Club or is this Fox News? Let me tell you: oh, I did not. This is real no, talk. That got it. Okay. Go I, I didn't say that. I, I just said I see where the brother is saying. I see where he's coming from. I didn't say I co-signed with him. I just said that I see where he's coming from. I under, I under, I understand what he's saying, but I think you have a. Okay, I think well, let me ask you then. Let me ask you then, Mr. Opinion, okay, how do you feel about the mm. light-skinned, black-skinned women? Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. 
Brother, don't answer that. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. Do I need to mute you, homie? <laughs> Brother, don't answer that. Don't answer that. See me? I'm just a caller. You got a on one shoulder. You got an angel on one shoulder. Which one you going to listen to? No, no, listen. No, no, listen. I got the girlfriend. I got this. I got this. Let me tell you. I'm going to answer this like Obama would answer this. Oh, nice. I, I, I'm, I'm, they're all the same to me. The light-skinned, dark-skinned women are all the same to me. They're all classified the same. For me, they are. Me, personally, they're all the same. I treat them all the same. I like them all. You could be, if you're light-skinned, I, I don't date white women, but I would date, uh, um, of course, I'm married now, but if I was single, I wouldn't date white women. I would date, if you're a dark-skinned woman or if you're a light-skinned woman, I'm going to date you. Like, I, I see no difference with that. They're, they're all the same to me. That, that's it. That's, that's all for me. There's not much to say about that. After that. Oh well, okay, that's good to know. Uh, uh, wow, I don't even <laughs> like. I'm just like flabbergasted right now with just <laughs> the things that have been said recently. <laughs> I like I like everybody, but I'm just saying I prefer to date dark skinned women. That's all. That's all. You know, choice. and there's nothing wrong with a preference. Okay, I'm not gonna say you're you're wrong for having a preference. But you you must admit that you feel a certain type of way about light skinned women. I mean, come on, because you gave no, an interview. Let me ask you this, Sierra. I know women don't like to ask about their age. Talk about their age. How old are you? I'm 33, straight up. Are you 33? All right, we're not. I'm not. I'm not that much older than you are, because I'm pretty young too. But listen. Okay, how old if, are you? I'm like 35, like 35. You're like but anyway, are you young? Young, young, young. <laughs> Yeah. He yeah, said I'm like, 35. like 35. Like 35. <laughs> but <laughs> that's street talk, man. I'm like 35. But anyway, um, if, if you are in school and I'm in school and I meet you and we, we click, that's, it's not wrong if you click. I'm not saying if I had a choice. That means if you're the last woman on the planet and I had a choice between you and Tika Sumter, I'm talking Tika sometimes in her complexion, that, by the way, not the person. As somebody I, I looking like Tika Sumter, I would choose Tika Sumter. That's all I'm saying, because that's my preference. But you choose who? You, if, it was you, if it was you and Beyonce, I'm going to choose you, because I don't like Beyonce. You understand what I'm saying? I would choose you over Beyonce. I win by default. <laughs> huh? I'm not going to take offense to that not at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it was you and Beyonce, I'm choosing you over Beyonce. And I don't even killed. know how you look. I'm getting roasted, isn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. What's wrong with that? So, brother, okay, you wouldn't you choose, Be- would you choose Beyonce over her? Because you don't know how she looks. I don't know how she looks. I never looked at her profile. So I don't know how Tierra looks. How Tierra looks? Girlfriend, you know how Tierra looks? I don't know. I don't know how she looks. I know she's a very good person. I know she's a yeah, good person. I, that's what it's all about, man. No, Tierra, Tierra, Tierra looks, she's, she's, she's a nice-looking woman. Very okay. nice-looking woman. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm not too hard on the eyes. Um, Garfield, I'm going to place you on hold because I do have a female caller, um, previous caller, who wants to chime in and give her opinion. I know she has something to say. So, so I'm going to go ahead. You want hold on? Uh-oh, mute me, too. Yes, mute me, too. <laughs> put, me in, put me in Garfield. No, Thank no you. co-host. Nope, you you are coming in. <laughs> You're going to be. I just want to hear what you have to say. Uh, we're going to go back to the caller nine five one last four zero seven four nine. Um, when you're ready to speak, you're on the air. I'm not even going to type Garfield's statement. <laughs> <Can you> more, <laughs> but um, I guess I'm going to say regarding um, 
um, the other gentleman, I think, from Northern Cali, he was asking why um, black women seem to um, settle for men that are not doing good or treating them good, you know, things like that. And um, that's one thing, even speaking from my own experience, a lot of women, especially if they have kids, um, you don't want to give up on your family. And when I say family, I mean your kids having their biological fathers or inner lives. Um, because, of course, you know, you hear about, you know, was it late 70s, 80s, where a lot of black men would leave um, and not try to take care of their kids. So I think these days it's really important for a lot of black women, especially to try to make sure that their kids have their biological father in their lives. So, you know, they will put up with a lot more from men um, than if I'm so sure his plan that he have. Um, if she didn't have a kid, she probably wouldn't be in that same situation um, willing to deal with that guy's nonsense. Um, but then also um, another reason, too, is um, she may be scared that maybe she won't find someone else that will treat her right. It might be she's afraid that, you know, I'm sure the guy that she's with that's treating her like, you know, crap, didn't tell her in the beginning, like, <clears throat> excuse me, hey, I'm going to treat you like this. Hey, I'm not going to want to be with you once you have my kid because the average woman wouldn't stay with someone if they told them that in the beginning. So, of course, you know, they show you <laughs> these, you know, lavish dreams and that they want to sell you, um, but then what you get in the end is an almost oh, yeah, they, 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 promise you. You, they promise you all kind of BS, you know. Um, oh, they, yeah. They, they string you on just so you won't leave because, you know, they know that um, – yeah, you know, I may not be ready to be, you know, the man that you need me to be right now so that, you know, our relationship can be what it needs to be. But um, I still don't want anybody else to be with you. So I'm going to keep stringing you along, you know, so that you remain pure and, you know, only mine, even though I'm not really ready to commit to you like that. You know, so they keep promising, you know, BS and stringing us along, of course. Yeah, even um, even my own um, experience, I've had a – Black man. <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> brother. Well, we were, and we me were a brother. A brother. Um, light skin. Actually, when I when we added in there, a light skin brother. <laughs> um, just joking. We were light skin, but it didn't have anything to do with it. Um, but we were friends for a long time before we ever started dating. And um, once we started dating, of course, you know, from previous relationships, had my walls up and didn't, you know, let take anything really too seriously. I mean, not that I was messing around, but just, you know, didn't want to get my feelings involved, and he could sense that. And this gentleman practically begged me to put my walls down and trust him. And he would never hurt me. Fast forward like a month and a half, two months later, found out that he was dating someone while he was dating me. So for this person to not only date me, knowing he was dating someone else, but actually have a conversation telling me and asking me, hey, I, I deserve for you to put your walls down and trust me, knowing that he wasn't doing the right thing. It was hard for me to trust anyone else who would promise me that they wouldn't hurt me because I've already had that person who, you know, like did it, um, purposely did it to um, hurt me. So, I mean, for that, that caller, he has to understand that just because he may know his intentions, and he may know that maybe he really would treat this female right or any other female that he sees. Um, they don't know that. 
from their past experiences. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 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 here. Um, I'm like going back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> did I say something wrong? I didn't. No, I didn't mean anything. I was like, she just said, oh, that's the BS. You know what? I regret bringing her back in. You did not rip us well. No, I, I agree with everything um, that you said. You know, that's true, though. Seriously. I mean, there's really not really more to add on to that because you said, you know, exactly on point. I mean, that that really is the situation of what happened. Do you Did you want to add anything? Um, and, and while you're adding something, let me go ahead and ask you this. What, since we're speaking about, you know, complexion and everything, what, what do you classify your complexion as? Uh, uh, I'm more like a, um, a graham cracker. Graham cracker brown. Okay. Like, like, like honey. <laughs> Caramel. He's like yep. mid. Yellow bone. Yeah, nah, I hate that term, yellow bone. You know what I think about when I think of yellow bone? I think of a tatted what up, do you think? yellow bone, a tatted up yellow bone girl, um, with with little goals in her mouth. When I think of yellow bone, in the hood, like in the hood, like, she gets like, the chicken, like, like, like fried chicken. In I the told hood. you he's ridiculous. I, I told you, listening audience, like maybe you can oh, listen to that. You should, you should Google, Google how you feel. Google the term yellow bone and red bone, and I think what surprised you, um, the what's it called, the Urban Dictionary? That had me gassed up. It, the it's Urban Dictionary. Yes, there is one. Mm. Uh, I'm going to look it up. You said on the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and what are we? We're looking at red bone and yellow bone. Yes. Okay. Let's and uh, frequently. Frequently. Mm. Well, I would actually you know be neither. <laughs> oh, my Tierra, I guess, would be a yellow bone. Yeah, Tierra's a yellow bone, and yeah, she's a you see the yellow bone. <laughs> Uh, I'm so glad you guys, you know, uh, came to the same conclusion that I am. Great. <laughs> but um, if he's ground cracker, he ain't that far from it. Right? I ain't no yellow bone. That's a feminine term. I'm not, I would not be classified as a yellow <laughs> bone. <man. laughs> you see that, dude? According to the Urban Dictionary, you would be. I'm just the saying. Earth. The Urban Dictionary. Okay, you know what? I have it, I have it mm. pulled up right now, okay? So um, at www.urbandictionary.com, okay, when you look mm. up the definition of red bone, it actually means light-skinned female slash male mixed with black and another race. What? Okay, okay, first exactly. of all. First of all, first of all, who wrote what? the Urban Dictionary? Who wrote, who wrote I it? I don't know. What, so so to be light-skinned, you've got to be mixed? Yeah, I like my parents are black, <laughs> fully black. So, and I'm not mixed with another race. This must be like Wikipedia or something. Like you just add the, your own two cents. The Urban Dictionary. Who? We're gonna look up Yellow Bone right now. Yeah, that's what we're going to right. And as you, as you're looking up Yellow Bone, I want to say this: Yellow Bone is a feminine trait to me. I mean, I believe that is a feminine term. I'm sorry. Yellow bone. You, you don't see the fella saying, hey, okay, man, now, you, see my do- you saw my dog Craig? Yeah, he a yellow bone. He's somewhere <laughs> around here. I need you to stop saying that. <laughs> You're killing me with it. My stomach hurts like this. <laughs> okay. But you actually happen to be um, 
I guess, uh, you know, on the same page with the Urban Dictionary's definition, the definition of yellow boat in the Urban Dictionary is a light-skinned black woman. So it is a feminine definition. I told y'all, I told y'all, I told the universal guy told me to tell y'all. The spirit told me that it is a feminine term. That, that's all? That's all? They give you, like, the key to life or something like that? They they came in on this conversation? <laughs> the urban that, dictionary. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's actually uh, pretty funny, though, those terms. But see, and that shows you like everyone is aware of the the divide within our uh, community. That's actually pretty ridiculous. So, like, why do we have like these terms? You know, I don't know. I would rather you know we just have you know to say, oh, well, you know, he just happens to be lighter than this person, or he happens to be darker. I don't know why we have to have like specific names for that because you know, I don't know. I don't know if other races really. Well, they do when it comes to like the black people in you know that race, you know, the darker ones in that race. Um, so, like, I'm saying, like, like black, like, you know, like in India, you know, how they have that system, but it's the, the dark brown, you know, Indians against, you know, the lighter skin ones, stuff like right. that. But I, I still think you have to be black, you know, for the other, you know, races to, or, like, you know, really, really dark skin for the other races, like, to do that within their own community. But other than that, you know, they don't, like, get as trivial as, like, you know, a few shades. Like, we have definitions for, like, shades apart. <laughs> That's crazy. <clears throat> but you know something? Can I, I, can I say something? Someone who's dark. Mm-hmm. Can I say something outside the box? It's funny. The European never, the European male and female never classify themselves. They never want to be labeled. They never want to be classified as nothing. And I think that I always thought that that was funny. What do you mean labeled yeah, as far as race? Are just, like, skin tone? Well, yeah, as a, as a race. As a race and a skin tone. Hmm. And they say European. There's there's different countries in Europe. You know what country in Europe? Europe? But, uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying like I'm just saying no the, the, right, yeah, the average Europe. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I love it, see that's what, see that's that's why that's why I wanted to be with Garfield in the queue like on me because I knew you okay. women was gonna start okay. some trouble. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see if I can bring back. Um, if he's still on the line. You know what? I think he's off. I think he had to go. But, yeah, he's not in the line anymore. But I sure I would have to bring you two co-signing Negroes together. I ain't scared. <laughs> Y'all cold piece anyway. <laughs> the caller, she sound like a yellow bone, oh, too. You know what? You know what? I believe Garfield But I already said that I'm not. He, he came to your call. I'm getting ready to bring you in, Garfield. Uh, D. Morris, your wish has been granted. This Negro must be a black, dark genie. <laughs> hey, what, what happened? I had to um, use the phone, so that's why I hung up because I'm on my cell. I'm, a, I'm oh, actually okay. driving, but um, I have my earpiece in. But go ahead, guys. What 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 was going on? Oh, he was calling have, on you for help. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, you know, it's just the women, man. They just always stirring up trouble. You know what I mean? You know, we in a room full of women, and you're the only male. You know, it's, it's bound for something to happen. <laughs> Don't worry, man. You can help us with your team, brother. Country, so you're good to go. You're good to go, brother. Where's your snipes is back? What's good? No, I, I was just I was just stating as I was really interrupted. No, I was just saying like it's funny how how Europeans, the average European, does not like to be labeled anything. They don't like to be classified as nothing, and they don't like to be labeled anything. 
You know what I'm saying? Unlike us, like we're like, oh, we're black, we're African American. You know, we're being labeled. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but the sir. European does not like to be labeled, even though they try um, to run. But you know, most the average European is white, though, right? And most white people don't go around saying like, oh, I don't want to be called black. I'm white. Like they, it's they're white. <sighs> I don't know I'm if y'all want to get me. Do y'all want to get, really get me in this conversation? Do you really want to yes, get me in this we, conversation? Yes, I mean, if you want to add into it, we have uh, about 12 boy. minutes you left. Know, no, black folks, we, 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 we just adapt anything and take over everything, man. That's just how we are. We're just innovators. I mean, we, we took Christianity and re, remixed it. We took Islam and re, you have the NOI, you have the, the Moorish Science Temple, you have um, these New Age Muslim guys, Ansar Allah. Dr. Yard, all these folks remix Islam, what we learned from Europeans. So whatever they, they gave us, we always take it and do our own thing, no matter what. So, I mean, that's why we, we are so divided, because we can't, real, we can't figure out what we really are, because we are lost. We lost everything, our name, our language, our culture, our folkways, mores, norms, traditions, cultures, everything. But anyway, let me introduce you guys to something new, a concept that I'm inventing. Because black folks are innovators. There's a Go new ahead. term I want, I want folks to be familiar with. It's called powilitics. Powilitics is P-O-W-I-L-I-T-I-C-S. It's power. It means power with religion and power through politics. And the reason why black folks in America, all over the world, can't reach anywhere is because we haven't been able to master both of them. We've mastered yeah. religion. Every religion we jumped on, we mastered it. We mastered it. We have our own church. We have this. We have Baptist, Methodist, everything. But we never mastered the power of politics. This is why, if you look at, <clears throat> this is why Constantine is winning today more than the Egyptians ever did. We can't conquer Constantine's teaching because what, what he put out there, meaning that he had the power of Rome behind him, which is the politics, and he had the power of religion when he nationalized Christianity. Look, from 400 A.D., until now, over 16 centuries, we've been, super, we've been superimposed by Christianity. We can't deny that. Why aren't we, if Egypt was so powerful from 3100 B.C. all the way down to like around 600 B.C. or even 1000 B.C., over 2100 or over 2100 years, allegedly, and we don't know nothing about Egypt until 200 years ago. That means Egypt was not, Egypt didn't win. Constantine, our Christianities all over the world has taken over, pretty much, 3.5 billion people. Where's Egyptian history? How many people know it? All these New Age people coming up saying they know Egypt and Kibitology. This is new to us. We didn't, we didn't pass it on. It didn't, it didn't get passed on. The fires didn't win. But what Constantine did is he studied that, the fact that people always worship people based on their religion, their religion and their politics, the power of religion and the power of politics. And that's what Constantine did when he nationalized Christianity. Because remember, when we were slaves, right, we weren't Christian. Most of us weren't even, didn't even know nothing about the Bible. But what happened is we saw our slave master's God as the main God. So we wanted to be into whatever that God was. Took on the God and the religion, but we remixed it and started Second Baptist Church and all these different black churches. And that's what happened. Most black people are Baptist because that was the first legitimate church that we had in America on the black. So every black now in America is related to some sort of um, Baptist. But we mastered that. Church is not the problem. 
Believing is not the problem. If the problem is we don't have the politics to back us whatever religion we believe in. So that's why Constantine is winning today. So politics is going to be a word that I, I invented it, and I'm going to push it out there because we can't unite as a people unless we have the politics of religion. Whether you want to believe in Islam, Christianity, Judaism, whatever, it doesn't matter. But if we don't have the politics behind it, we'll never be united as a people. All right? I'm done. Okay, wait. Before you leave, <laughs> excuse me, Garfield. No, no, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm done talking. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, I, I wanted to give you a chance to um, give out the information on how people can check out your radio show um, so, they, they, so that they uh, may hear more about, you know, your uh, views on that. Garfield, you got a radio show? Yes, sir. I have a radio show. It's called, that's your indirect question, right? If I have a radio show. Okay, thank you, my brother. See, brothers work together. Thank you, sir. Um, it's called BlanTalkRadio.com. It's Real Talk Live. It's Real Talk Live. We're on Monday to Fridays. Every, every, every week, we're on Monday to Friday. Our show, the Monday show, is about your health and you with Sister um, Azalea Greensoul, which is about eating properly, eating right, and all that stuff. Day two, Tuesday, is about building a brotherhood. It's about men. We're geared at men between 18 and 30 who are unemployed. I'm actually putting an e-book out on my birthday, June 30th, which is going to have a listing of over 100 jobs and small business and business opportunities for black men between 18 and 30 because the unemployment rate in that area is one of the main problems to our economic downfalls and everything that's happening in the black community. Between the ages of 18 and 30, it, it, it's not good at all. Now, and then for ages 12 to 18, I encourage every, every, every man that's over 21 to be a part of a mentorship program, whether it's Big Brother, Big Sister, whether it's um, Tony Dungy's program that he has in about black, building black families because a lot of these females working out there and they don't have anybody to babysit their children or a father figure on a constant basis because sometimes both parents are working. So I encourage in building a brotherhood, we touch on all those issues, all right, and uniting as a people. All right, Wednesdays, we have Mario Robinson from Robinson Financial along with me because what I do for a living, I fix credit and I boost credit scores. I have trade lines I put on people's credit reports, boost their scores 100 to 200 points, and we also provide funding. So instead of me just being on it advertising myself, I have Mario Robinson and I have a couple of guys from Wall Street, uh, people who are starting their own school academy and all that stuff. So it's all about money, making money, business, uniting, investing. So when this is all about money. Thursdays, we have Theology Thursdays, which Tierra called in and, and tore me apart. Thursday. You need to listen to Thursday episodes. You just ripped me apart, man. I, I, heard that episode. I heard that episode. I actually heard that episode, brother. I, I, had, to hide. I had to hide from Facebook for like four days. I couldn't go on yeah, because of Tierra. I heard oh, it, man. So, so, so Friday, so Friday um, we have Relationship Fridays where we talk about relationships, anything, sex, whatever. You know, but those five things are important in, to us as a family, meaning that as a people, we need to have proper health. That's the first thing. So that's Monday. Tuesdays are about building a brotherhood geared towards black men, period. And as a matter of fact, I have brother Booker T. Coleman from Hidden Colors. He's going to come on soon. And he's going to come on soon. And also, I spoke to Umar Johnson through texting. He was supposed to come on last week, but he's scheduling. He had a conflict, so he's going to come on and talk about the school he's trying to build and and, um, get together. So... And we're going to promote donating to that every day. And also, every day I talk about Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, what's the solution. 
So whatever we're talking about, I have to mention Chicago because I don't live there. I'm not feeling the pain, but I have to put a spotlight on it because it needs to be there. All it, right? It, so it, it, it does. It does. slash It's Real Talk Live. It's Real Talk Live. We have an archive. We talk about everything, man. It's fun. Real fun. Tierra is going to be on every Thursday. No doubt she's going to be on every day. I mean, I need her. I need her. She, she actually oh, well, kicked my butt. Much. She kicked on Modern Theology Thursday, so she's allowed to come on anytime. She could host her own program, whatever she want to do. She's a beast. Awesome. Yeah, she's good. She's great. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that, Garfield. And that's why I wanted to Thank give you. you a chance. Hey, can I chime to, in? Can um, I chime in? Yes, yeah, sure. right. let, let me chime in real quick. I have, I'm also a radio show host, but listening to what well, Garfield I'm has give you lined that up. Opportunity. No, listen to what Garfield has lined up for you guys weekly. Uh, I don't know. I may need to um <laughs> I may need to fill in the day on his on his network. Everybody's idea counts. And as a matter of fact, we're pooling two hundred people right now. We're trying to form a network where we're trying to get people involved in tax lien investing and real estate investing. So on Wednesday, if you want to be a part of the two hundred, send me a friend request, Garfield A. Reed on Facebook, and tell me if you're interested. We're trying to pull 200 people, giving $1,000 each, and we're going to invest in some um, some real estate deals and so forth and show people how to make money. Definitely, that's that's what we're about. Absolutely. Go ahead, Tia. I'm sorry, Black Nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're so funny. No, I, was, I thought you were um, going to um, uh, plug your show. I was going to give you a chance to do that. But since we do have um, three minutes left in the show, and if it carries over, if you're listening online, just um, go ahead and call in. The call-in number is 929-477-4073. And if you have something to say, of course, you know, make sure you press the 1. Um, but like I said, we have three minutes left in this show um, to listen online. So um, I would like to give you a chance to um, go ahead and plug your show because I think you have a very interesting show also. And I wanted to say um, that I, yeah, I wanted to give Garfield the chance because um, I support his show also. Um, he has a great, you know, show, and I think it can help our people. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank well, you. Thank absolutely. You. Thank you. Well, um, uh, my show is the D. Moore Show. Um, you can look it up on iTunes. You can also check it out um, here on Blog Talk Radio. If you search in the D. Moore Show, it will pop up. Um, um, I'm always on Sundays at 2. I'm trying to figure out some other days and times. I'll let my viewers know. Um, I did have Tierra on last night. We did a show, um, The Night Shift. And we, you know, it was a great show. So uh, we, we oh, talked about it. Okay. That's the show we, I was talking about. I did, it's, 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 this is what you guys have to do. I'm going to tell you this because we need to focus on other people supporting it at all times. That means if you have a show, I need to know, and I need to know the number, the phone number to call in. That's important because I'm never right. in New York, and sometimes I'm on the road. I can't get near the Internet. So the phone number is important, and that's what we need to stress, too, when we promote these shows, that the phone number allows Very anybody important. to listen anywhere in the world, yeah. and that's what makes yes, it right. so important. You know? But let me know, bro. Just send me a phone request. Let me know when your show is. I'll let um, Tierra know because... You know, you know, sister's gonna be gonna be hollering at her brother. You know what I'm saying? Because Boston <laughs> brothers are on top. Boston brothers are well, back on top. Drop your I number. Need to that. Drop your number right now. Yeah, drop yeah, your drop number right number. now. We both of you can drop your number. Um, we have about a minute left in the show. Go ahead and drop your numbers. I mean, to call in for the show three four seven nine two six. Wow, I don't remember the number. Let me think of it. Uh, I don't know. Let's put me on blacktowerradio.com 
It's Real Talk Live. Or they could call me on my phone. I'll get them on my hotline. I have a hotline, 888-234-8585. That's 888-234-8585. 888-234-8585. Repetition is the key. And my show is 323-870-4606. 323-870-4606. And I want to say real quick, I know Garfield said he's going to have Umar Johnson on. I will also have Professor Griff on from Public Enemy um, June the 9th on that Monday at noon. It's a two-hour show. So. 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need, I need Professor Griff too, man. Somebody had told me that yesterday, last week I should get Professor Griff. You know, you know, brother, he's putting Professor Griff on. You know, that's a <laughs> – check your phone lines after that. Because that brother is deep. <laughs> That brother Indeed, is deep, man. and you know the government don't like Professor Griff and the Absolutely. information he's putting out. You got to be careful. They, they want to get Gregory on my show. I don't know if I want to get Gregory on my I'd show. I'd like to I love thank him. all the online listeners for listening. If you'd like to go ahead and continue listening on the show, please call in to 929-477-4073. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you can go ahead, Jimmy. It did that to me yesterday, and yes, you said it was my fault. Ooh. I told you. Uh huh. Yeah, okay. No, but, yeah, but I got that nice music going, man. I, Whoa, I, I, you got me I doing the, the, the old school. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing my little stripper dance in the car right now here in that type of song. But anyway, <laughs> keep it going. You're not no, what funny, I wanted though. to say, what I wanted to say about um, Dick Gregory, I, li- I listen to a lot of things that, like, I'm, I'm at work, I'll download a lot of, I'll download three people. Dick Gregory, Professor Griff, and Umar Johnson. I download those three guys. And, of course, Tierra shows. And now I'm going to download your show, Garfield. But that's mm-hmm. all I listen to at night, man. I put my headphones in, and I, I, I just vibe with it. That's I, I think that's pretty – I, I, think, I think that's tight, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. And, yeah, um, I, I, I really enjoy both of your shows. Um, I think they're really great. Um, they're entertaining, educational, and informative. You know, and I, I love that you guys discuss the issues, of course, you know, that deal with our community. Um, as you very well know, that's why, you know, www.blacknationclub.com was formed is so that, you know, we can come together and discuss the issues, you know, that deal with the, the issues and the solutions. I want to stress, you know, that it's the issues and the solutions because we need to start building. Hey, my brother, um, DM Moore, what do you think about what Tierra did to me Thursday, man? Did she, did she attack me like a, like a tiger? You know, in, in a cult. Did, oh did, did you check that out? She attacked me like a tiger. And, you know, sometimes okay. you got to tame the tiger. I but, did not attack anyone. I was attacked She attacked me. I have scratches through the phone line based on how, how she attacked me. She, and that's, that's really what made me That's what made me grow into Tierra, man. Like, she she will attack you like regardless. I mean, she's very strong. She's firm on her square in what is she says, a, man. Is that a light skin thing? <laughs> That's a red bone thing. That's a red bone. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yep, I'm getting here. in. I'm getting in. Yep. Yep. We have a chance to get you. We're going to get you, man. That's a bleach thing. When you bleach yourself, that's, bleach, that's bleaching that kind of thing. thing. All right. There you that's go. That's a bleaching thing, go. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but why, you, know, you know, Tira, you know, I wanted to ask you, you were talking about something earlier, and, and, and you said that. The brother, the sister that had called, right, you had said something. I caught it a little bit. I didn't hear the whole story. Uh-huh. But the dude, she was messing with someone, and I think the dude was a good friend, and he took care of her, and he met her kid, and he, he kept him in the life. What do you feel? If I was your child's father right now, mm-hmm. and you had a dude like that, and I came back in your life, you took me back, 
you think that this dude who was a good friend and started to mess with you, I should I shouldn't feel a problem with you being having that relationship still with that dude, as even if it was friend, I shouldn't have a problem with that. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, no, I agree. Um, I think that um, I think I think you should um, because I I see where I see where your offense is. Um, is that you're saying that this man is like, you know, something special to her and that um, she would be going to him, um, you know, for things and that they had a certain type of relationship, you know, that um, that you feel that you should only have with her, correct? Let me tell you something, man. I, I don't have many female friends, and I'm going to tell you why. Almost every female in my life, that I've ever known, I've tried to mess with them, or I have messed with them. You know, sorry, I got to use the term "messed with," but um, let me tell you something: male and females can be friends. Yes, there's no doubt about that. But if you were involved with someone in a in a sexual, in an intimate way, passionately, more than once or more than four or five times, that man always gonna have in his heart that yeah, I could I could probably I could probably score again. So even though he's your friend and that's that that that's that it's there, there's gonna come a time like in, in the movie The Original Best Man when when, when Harper slept with, with uh Morris Chestnut's wife in, in when they were in college. There's always gonna be that zone <laughs> where it can be crossed at a time. Although a woman to me has more control than a man. My point mm-hmm. is, if you mess with her in that shape if you mess with her in that capacity I don't see. I don't feel comfortable with you, right? I'm your child's father, and I'm back in your life. That you still have a relationship with this dude. I don't. I wouldn't appreciate that. I would feel. I, I would feel away. I'm telling you up front. I would feel worse. Worse on top of it, you, you know, you red bone, So I'm looking for an excuse to leave you anyway. But you know, for you to even keep. Wait, you said we're looking for what? Wait, what did you say we're looking for what? <laughs> No, I'm saying, yes, I, I was looking oh, for an excuse to get away what? from you anyway, because you red bone. Oh. So at the end of the day, I'm saying that why keep that friendship even going? I mean, high and by, how are you doing? That's it. But I don't think there should be any any form of a uh, form of contact at all. I'm serious. I mean, I mean, maybe a high every three months or something to check up on you. But what's the purpose of the person being in your life? If you cross that well, line, I, because if you're a friend, you're a friend, but you cross the line and slip with the person. That's I, that, I can that's agree not, with that because um, I would feel the same way, you know, um, if it was, you know, the guy who I was with, um, if he had a relationship like that with a woman, I would not want them to still be friends, um, you know, while we're in a relationship together. I mean, you know what I think? That I think that's disrespectful. I do. Yeah, but you know what, though? A lot of people might say that, disagree with us, and say that, you know, if you and your man break up, you're still going to need your friends. But he's no longer a friend as a friend. Right, it did get past the friends. So he's right, that's that right, that's so right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a wrap once you and your child's father, you know, get back together. You know, it, 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 it's, not, it's not a comfort zone for that man, for the man that you're with. And you know you have to make that man happy regardless. Because if he's there out there trying to make it work and got back in your life, you got to give him that all so that he knows that, hey, you know what, I'm serious too. He's giving me his all, and I'm going give to him, give him my all. Because let me tell you something, men are very sensitive when it comes to exes. 
we don't act like it, but it, it, it is a sensitive area. It is a very, they, don't, they might not come out and say it to you, but they're like, damn, the hell this dude? You know, we already don't like nobody around a woman already, you know, but we just got to respect that, hey, he's a friend from college, hey, all right. You know, and, and most women not going to say also if they slip with a dude. So I'm just saying hypothetically, if I knew that you slept with a dude, because women don't tell that stuff to men. They never sleep with anybody as far as you're concerned. <laughs> oh, me? Oh, you're my first. What are you talking about? Well, it's, it's none of your business. I've been with one guy my whole life. You're my second guy. Come on, stop that. The fact of no, the matter is, women say, never you know tell what? the women truth about the issue. No, no, no. Let the man talk. Let the man talk. Let the man talk. Excuse me? <laughs> Women should never give a number, seriously, because it's nobody's business, okay? You don't need to be interrogated. If the person wants to be with you, they want to be with you. You know what I mean? Like, what does the number no, mean? No, 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 no. We're not talking about interrogation. I'm talking of... about revealing information about their sex life with a certain person. Like, if you introduce them to a friend, then like you put this dude in friendship zone now, and you used to yeah. sleep with him. We would never know you slept with a dude. Women don't do that. Oh, like exactly. They, they don't. They don't yeah, do they that. Don't. So you they, don't. They, they don't. hide that. They hide that. So at the yeah. end of the day, though. Some women do do that. Yeah, some women do do that. No, most. Most. Most women. Most, 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 I've never met that. one. Do you do that, Tara? Well, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. So. Yeah. No, no, no I don't see what you're saying. So I'm no. not going to say no, no. most because I don't agree with it. No, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I had an ex that did that. Like she, she kept constantly bringing me around this dude, and she was like, uh, "This is my friend. This is my friend." And me being a very spiritual, vibrant person, I know frequencies and I feel vibrations. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm like, "Nah, y'all got something going on." Like I, I just feel it. Like, nah, something's not adding up. And uh, it took a long time for her to finally admit that they used to be um, sexual partners. And boy, was I upset because I was shaking his man hand and knowing this dude and all this stuff and the whole yeah, time. So he's telling his boys that, yeah, yo, I used to sleep with this girl, man. You don't know yeah. what's going on. I could tap yeah, it any time. Yeah. Absolutely. You don't you, you, you know how to make a man feel, man. That you don't understand I agree with that because I feel like that is betrayal. I, yes, I would feel violated. Like, like I said, if it was me and, the, you know, the roles were reversed, and my guy, you know, had some woman, you know, who he slept around and he didn't uh, slept with, I'm sorry, and uh, he didn't reveal that to me, you know, and I find that out later. I was like, why did you hide it, you know, like, you know, with it because, you know, you're trying to do something, you know, still behind my back? Like, what's the reason for the secrecy? You know what I mean? Like, why was it kept from me? I would totally mm-hmm. feel violated about that. I would feel like, well, what all did I miss? You know, have you guys been sneaking around behind my back, you know, this whole time? So, yeah, if this, when, when you start um, hiding things, that's just another um, aspect, period, into, like, problems, you know, in relationships. Because, like, when you start hiding things, then that's when, you know, issues start arising. Because, you know, um, like, even on the last show, um, there was a caller who said that he found out after he started dating a girl that she had three children. And, you know, he should have known that before, you know what I mean? So, cause like, when when you when you hide, see, like... It, How do you if, hide if, three if you children? Like, if you feel like... So, yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know, it might, it might... I don't want to go into that. But anyway... <laughs> Anyway, I Please, feel like tell us um, secret. if you if you feel like you have to hide something um, to be in a relationship with someone, you know, um, then you just need to not be in a relationship with that person. You need to find someone who's just going to accept what you have. 
You know what I mean? Like, you might just be overstepping your boundaries with who you should be with. Tierra, let me ask you this. If you if you dated a guy and he cheated on you, right, and mm-hmm. when he cheated, all you found out is that he gave you a, um, an STD, right? How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Would you would you forgive him? <laughs> Listen, this is I'm auditioning you. You're, I'm auditioning you for a position. So this is why I'm asking you the questions. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Live too. Nice. Yeah. I don't mind. How, I'm great under pressure. I'm a diamond baby. That's right. That's right. Red bone forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> too much. All right, but if if a guy gave you an STD, you're in a relationship with him for two years, and he gave you an STD, right? Would you would you forgive him? Now, when you say forgive, what what is that all? Um, I mean, entail, mean as far know? as taking him back and, and continuing the relationship, or would you just end the relationship there? Oh, definitely, I'm ending the relationship unless you know. I I mean, me personally, I guess if, if I'm just talking about me personally, um, if you cheat on me, boop, we're done because. Um, I am loyal, I am very faithful, and like I said, that is betrayal to me. I don't play that. Um, so I always let you know in the beginning, you know, warning comes before, you know, destruction. Um, <laughs> I will let you know because I am a good woman. I am a real good woman, and I am very loyal, like I said. So if you take advantage of my loyalty by doing that, when you know that is something that would break my heart, and no, that you don't love me, and we don't need to be together. I don't want no. Are you saying that? Are you saying that you have never been cheated on before? Is that what you're saying? Um, why? How did, I don't know how you got that. <laughs> that I've never been cheated on before. Oh, okay. I, I could have been cheated on before and not have even known it. Oh, okay, I got so, that. I got that. I got that. But you wouldn't take the guy back, though. You wouldn't take him back. Not when I've already given you fair warning. Fair warning, <laughs> you know, that I don't play that. And that, like I said, I'm a good woman, so why would you do that? You know, I'd rather mm-hmm. you just break up with me and then do what you want to do. Don't be have you, ever, have you ever Have you ever been don't cheated on before? Yes. Okay. 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 Let me ask you this. If, if, if a man, if you're, all right, so for example, I don't know what type of work you do or whatever, or what, you know, if you're unemployed, employed, whatever. You know, that's your own yes, little, you you know, little drug dealing ring going on. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know you like that. But um, if if you're making a certain amount of money and you have a status, you're a great woman, as you say, you give your all, all right? Um, very yes. intelligent, obviously. Very well spoken. Obviously, you're you're so articulate, man. It's, it's, it's a definitely turn on for men when a woman is as articulate as you, just to put that out there. Um, if... If someone cheats on you with a woman who is not at your level, like if someone dated a woman who everybody on the block slept with and she's ugly, got like two teeth in her mouth, how does that make you feel as a woman? See that he suits to that level, although he had good old Tierra. You know what I'm saying? How, how does that make you feel as a woman? Um, honestly... I could say that it would uh, make me mad, but actually it would just make me sad. Maybe my, my initial reaction would be anger, but really my true emotion it would just be sad um, that you actually um, thought that low of me, that you stooped that low, you know, that to someone who really wasn't even on my level. And then, and then I would actually feel, like, embarrassed 
Mm Because then I would be like, well, dang, you know, I have to, like, rethink my choices in a man. Like, like who did I, you know, um, link up with, you know, for someone to do something, you know, to speak that low. Like I said before, you always have to check yourself. You know what I mean? We all have our part to play. Hmm. Interesting. I I, I would think that, I mean, the worst issue is dark skin too, right? You know, I oh, was come on, that. you guys. Like, really? Really? Yeah. I just I don't think it's a good thing. I think that a lot of people. Dark skin too teeth, too teeth, lady. Took your man. Here, you need to ask repentance for your life, homie. <laughs> oh, boy. But, um, but, yeah, well, you know. Um, let me let me let me ask you this. So, if it would it would it do anything for your self confidence though? If he was dark? No, no, not that she's dark. If if just the fact that he cheated on with that that type of person, meaning that somebody who was what type of person? Let me because I want to answer this one clearly because you're sneaky. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like somebody who was a bum, you know, somebody who everybody in the block messed with and. The whole neighborhood knew who she was and know what she brought to the table. Oh, oh okay. Would it would it mess with yeah. my confidence? No, of course not. Like why? Like I said, I, I would just rethink my choices. I still know who I am, no matter what situation I'm in. No matter what situation I'm in, I know who I am. Okay, but even so, so to say that if you're so, if you're such a wonderful woman, why would mm-hmm. a, why would a man? This is my fact though. Why would a man need to cheat on you with that type of woman? What does that say um, about you? I have, to, I have to ask why that man felt he needed to cheat because, you know, everybody has their um, own reasons for doing things. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. that man was never really fully involved in the relationship in the first place, and he was always going to cheat, you know. Who knows? Oh, okay, okay. Like I said, I would have to just rethink my choice in a man. We, we don't yeah, ever know what, what lies in the heart of a person, ever. True that. True that, true that, true that. Let's right, I'm, done, I'm, I'm, done, I'm done talking. Go ahead, my brother. Uh, I, want, I, want to ask you, I want to ask you this here. What, 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 do you, what, what do you look for in a guy? Let's sum it all up. What do you look for in a man? Okay, well, I was trying to let this airplane go by. Uh, this is, like, super loud. But, um, okay, it looks like it's clearing up. Um, I first look for loyalty, of course. Like, that's really big to me. I don't know, I might sound like the godfather or something like that. I'm really big on loyalty and um like uh someone who is caring, I need you to be caring, not just to me but to others too, because I'm a very caring person and I need you to um be on board with certain things that I do. You know, like if, if I if I wanna go and um help homeless people out, you know, I don't need you to be like, uh, why are you doing that? You know, I need you to be like, that's a great idea, you know. Maybe you know, let me help you or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. um, I need someone who is um, definitely intelligent. Um, I need someone with ambition, you know. Um, let's see. I would like he definitely has to be uh, attractive to me. Does he have to be light-skinned? Oh, dark skin. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I can't even say this enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm messing with you, man. I'm, but, I mean, I know I that doesn't help. matter. Well, so since you asked the question, though, I, I would love to answer. Um, 
I've actually dated both before, and I think they're they're very both attractive. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I hear Interesting. That. I, hear that. That, I mean, they're some real sexy chocolate men. By the way, are you single? Man, look at the game. Right. We're not even going there. We're not even going there. Are you single? <laughs> I'm neutral right now, so. You're neutral. Wow, that's a no, great no. Answer. I'm not talking about my relationship. I'm not talking about my relationship. I'm talking about me being a host. I'm just neutral right now. <laughs> oh, you're just I, neutral. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, you're just being a host. You need neutral. Okay. So you're not in a relationship. I said I'm the host. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't don't infer anything. I said I'm the host. Yep, oh, I okay. say yeah, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, hey, Garfield, hey, what's your, what's your show called again? Real Talk Live? <laughs> it's Real Talk Live, yes, sir. Hey, this is Real Talk Live right now. I just followed you, too, on Blog Talk, by the way. But this is Real Talk Live right now. Real Talk Live. <laughs> After hours. <laughs> oh, my God. This is Night Shift Part 2, huh? Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but 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 Tierra, if you're a single, I mean I mean I could put it out there, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to tell oh, come you. Come on, dude. Friday, even if you could even call okay, look. you could call in Friday and we could let's, put it out there that you're say, single and let's you're not say looking. I were. Let's say I were. I would call okay. in. I'm calling in. I don't sure. think I want to put an ad out there. You know what I mean? I don't think I would want to do that. It's just, you see, you're, you're you're at a certain age, and I'm like three plus three six, so I don't know what six means. I'd have to talk to one of the nation of nation of Islam, gods and earth guys. But um, <laughs> I, I I know um, six, I don't know what six is, so I'd have to ask somebody what it means. But you're 33, and, um, hmm, interesting. Well, you seem like a nice person. That's all I'm saying. You, you seem like a wonderful person. And Seems. I don't know her, so I can't say that. She seems like a wonderful person. What do you say? Is she a wonderful person? Uh, Jesus. so far, so <laughs> Jesus, so far, Jesus. yes, man. So far, yes, but you never know, man. You know, your light skinned women can get a bit crazy, so I don't know. Man. Oh, <laughs> super cool. Super cool. This, real, this, this is real talk. This is real talk on the on the on the Black Nation. Club. That's okay. I still support you, brothers. No, no sweat off my back. Like I said, in any situation, I know who I am. Go ahead, listen mm. to these ignorant Negro shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I tell you. Well, you know what, sister. I love you, how you see we're that... teaming up, though. That's brotherhood. That that really is some brotherhood. I love it. We're building like a brotherhood it. here. It's an early Tuesday show. We're building up a brotherhood. You know what? You know what? I I, I still I still have my female caller on the line. Let me go ahead and bring her in and see what she has to say. Uh oh, time for me to go. <laughs> if you if you're if you're ready to talk, you can chime in at any time. <laughs> I'll see y'all later. Y'all, it's been good. Thank you guys for tuning oh, in to the oh, show. Yeah, a coward. Oh. Oh, yeah. man. Once that poem gets Girl. going, the female power is right. It's her again? I'm gone for real. <laughs> right. A strong sister. A strong I'm gone. She's going to bring out the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> and tell you about yourself. And tell you about yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you know, the, funny part, the funny part, though, is um one of my coworkers who is not black is going to tell me about the Urban Dictionary. So huh? that's what made it even oh, funnier. Wow. You have your phone? Give it to me. That's <laughs> well, crazy. I, Gar- so why did I even bring right it up now, to you, though? 
Um, he he was asking me about so I forget what it was something about the, the whole red bone yellow bone thing. And I was like, I, I was like, what I think it is. Oh, because he was trying to call himself a yellow bone. I think <laughs> something weird. And I was like, uh, that is not a yellow bone. And I was like, I'm not going to say what it is, but uh, you can Google it. <laughs> Protected Urban Dictionary. I was like, "What? The what?" The, that Urban Dictionary was made by Steve Harvey. I guarantee you, Steve Harvey made that uh, Urban Dictionary. Too, too funny. You but the funny part is, he brought it up to you to say that that was him. No, he was like asking, kind of like, "What is ball? Like, what is it?" And I can't remember. The dude that asked me isn't like the the brightest um, bulb in the box. That's interesting. Okay. Oh, no, he's he's interesting, this guy. I have so many stories about oh. him and his nonsense, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole... That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. Who, me? Did, did Garfield just, like, sneak away? No. I mean, I'm here listening, guys, but I'm using my other phone oh, okay. real quick. But go ahead, I'm listening, I'm, I'm listening. I will give... I give... I'll give one example of, um... Uh, how, how did it come up? Um, so, I, I have a, um, a, a a white coworker that I'm, that, that we're very friendly with, a female, and we it's, at my job we we will do racial like not only racial jokes, but we'll put it out there. So like if you know we're doing if we're doing a potluck, they're like, oh Mickey, so are you bringing a chicken? And they're not being like funny saying it, so we'll just do it to like each person because everyone knows there's racial tension between everyone, so we don't hide it. We just, like, put it out there for everyone to know, like, oh, this is what we think, this is what you think, this is what you say. So anyway, so we'll just, we'll just have, we'll have these discussions. And so we were talking about 12 years of slaves, which I've never seen it. And um, so the funny part is all of my white coworkers have seen it. Um, hmm. And so they were talking about it. Yeah, they were talking about it. And I'm like, okay, so what is the actual plot of 12 years of slaves? And then the girl, she was like, are you serious? You don't like you don't know what the the storyline is. And I'm like, why? Well, I know it's about slavery. I'm like, but what? Like, what's different about it? There's so many slave movies. Like, what makes this one different? So, anyways, that was like the joke. And then somehow the he came up about you know black people using the word nigger um, or nigga, um, just changing the ending. And um, you know, she's like, well, Nikki, how do you feel about it? And she's like, we talk about everything else. We haven't really talked about that. You know. Telling her, um, me myself, I didn't, you know, I I don't feel that we should use it, um, just because of how the term it's negatively, um, the meaning behind it is negative. Even if we want to change the term and make it a term of endearment now, it's still it, it's a negative word. So I just would not want to use it myself. Even though the funny thing is, but never mind, I'm going to touch that. So I don't want to use it myself. <laughs> So anyway, so this guy who was Hispanic, um, and he tried to school me on why it's okay for other races to say the word nigger. And he was like, well, actually, he was like, a lot of the, the, the rap stars and, and, and um, what do they call it, athletes um, actually made it okay for other races to say it because they say it so much. And I just looked at him, and I was like, okay. So I was like, you know, the term gay, how it really means happy. I'm like, so do you think that someone who is gay would be like, just because everyone is, you know, because it really means happy, 
it's okay for you to call me gay? Or you mean like to say, oh, that's gay <laughs> when people mean it negatively? And like they wouldn't say, oh, because a, a hip hop star made it okay, you can still say it. And like, of course, you got no nothing to say about that. Cause I'm like, you, how can you tell me that I should not feel offended? If I hear two white boys in the club talking about, oh, what, nigga? And I'm like, no, that's not okay. No. <laughs> anyway. Can I respond to that? Go ahead. Yes, please. Hey, this is Garfield, by the way. Um, listen, first of all, it goes back to what I said earlier. Black folks are very innovative. We will take something that you gave us, a word, nigga, and rehash it to mean whatever but, we want to mean. I'm sorry, but, but they didn't give us that. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let him say. Let him say. They used to call us nigger. Am I right or wrong? Right. All right. So I'm saying that we have, the younger generation now has taken that word and said, hey, you know what? It don't mean as what you said anymore, but it means this. Now I'm saying it's not, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's wrong, period. I don't, I don't think the word should be used. I've used the word before, but I don't think the word should be used, period. I mean, and I under- behind it. But let me, let me just finish. You are, now, if these two white guys are repeating a song that's in hip-hop, and they're hip-hop fans, I don't think we should be offended if they're using the term in the, in, 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 um, as mm, a term as far as the song. But as a term of endearment for them, maybe they feel they're so hip and so involved in hip-hop I've seen yeah. Chinese people say, well, what's up, my nigga? I've seen Chinese people do it in Chinatown in New York in fashion. It's funny seeing them doing it with the pants off the ass. This is how innovative we are because at the end of the day, as dumb as it is, we have folks in Jamaica with pants off the ass trying to be like dudes in America. It, it is crazy. It's just something negative and bad that people adapt to. But using the term nigga should never be used on any level, in my opinion, on any level. It shouldn't be a term of endearment. It shouldn't be a term that white folks use. It shouldn't be. The other sense of the conversation shouldn't even, even exist because the term is a negative term. Well, well, wait. Well, you know well, 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 it's been, it, it's, been, it's been wiped out. The real term is nigger. The real term was nigger originally, and it's kind of similar to the Nazi um, symbol. You know, the Nazi symbol, they, they, they tweaked that symbol, but that was also a good symbol, which comes from Africa. But that's a long story. But during the time, you know, people infiltrated the name nigger and made it nigger, and they did what they did for years under that name. You know what I'm saying? And that's why now it is what it is now, you know, because it's been beat up and torn apart and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think the interesting thing is, though, if, you know, we're saying because we changed, we're changing the end, um, which in America everyone knows, nigga, nigger, it, it doesn't even really reference a black person. It's an ignorant person to start off with, with just the meaning and the American culture. So just looking at that word, not even taking into account slavery and the many lives that was lost over that word, just the American meaning of the word nigger and it being ignorant, why would you want to call anyone ignorant or reference me or my family members or my, you know, someone that, my, that I love as an ignorant person, or even yourself. So that's what bothers me is not even knowing the, not knowing the root word behind it of even the American culture, using it so freely. But then when you say that word, people automatically think black, black people, an ignorant black person. So that's, that's what bothers me. And I'm so sure if, 
someone walked around saying, oh, what's up, Chinko? What's up, Cracker? What's up, Cracker? It, like, no one's like, oh, it's funny because they're used as a term of endearment. I'm like, no, they're like, you're ignorant for using that word when it means something you know, derogatory towards another race. But, of course, us as black people are taught to, it's okay, stop being the victim, stop thinking that it's wrong to use that term, when any other culture, race, um, anything would feel offended if someone was using a negative term out in the open against, you know, towards someone else, however they meant it. Okay, well, excuse me, this is how I feel about um, being called nigger and and using the word nigger. Um, when, when, When someone wants to use the word, you know, nigger or call me a nigger or whatever, um, I don't get offended by it. I laugh. Like, it's funny. I don't know. Like, what are we still in uh, elementary? You know, like, wh- <laughs> like why why, um, why should I feel offended that uh, you're calling me a, a stupid name? You know what I mean? Why, why should I use my energy and waste my energy, um, you know, uh, because you, you wanted to say something stupid? I don't really care about that. You know, you can do what you want to do. If you want to... Go around calling people niggers all day, like you just look like you have Tourette syndrome or something. You know what I mean? Like they ain't got nothing to do with me, <laughs> for real. And then, um, you know, they even call us niggers because you know they got us uh, from Niger. You know what I mean? So they're bad. They don't know how to pronounce things correctly. You know, and they made it uh, nigger. You know what I mean? But that's where they got the word from was Niger. You know, we have Niger and Nigeria. Like, why are we taking offense to this? Why are we giving other people um, the power to define words? I define, uh, you know, I give myself and I, the power to define words, and I'm not giving my power away to anyone else. So if I want to, like, just how, you know, nobody talks crap about me, how, you know, Michael Jackson turned the word bad into something good. You know what I mean? People are like, oh, that's ridiculous. We shouldn't use the word bad anymore. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. Like I said, I don't want to give my power away, and I'm not going to give my power away. Nigga, 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 nigga. For real, I don't care. Wow. Trinidad James. Trinidad James. (laughs) For real, my nigga. We you we do use that as a term of endearment. Why should we take that away from us? That was actually the number one song. It's a real name. Well, you know it's a real name. I don't I don't I don't don't want to go into this. I don't want to say that the term should be used or should be used. I don't think the term should be used at all. And nobody's taking away anything. Niger, the root of the term nigga is. Uh, I'm not even going to get into that. But anyway, I, I'll say this, man. That term, it, it should just be X out of our vocabulary. X out. If, we, if, we, if it comes from Niger, say Niger then. Yeah. You know, you know who's behind that movement? You know who's behind that movement? Um, Caucasians, okay? Because they're just mad because we don't allow them to use that term. I, I don't fall for the hype. Straight up. No, I don't think white folks are behind that totally. I think, oh, okay. I think, I uh, wasn't think that so. what, NAACP and Reverend Al Sharpton and, and Jesse Jackson, you know, who was behind all that holding a banner and marching down the street, we said, you know, the word nigga, the N-word is dead. You know, come on now. That's, get out Jesse, of here. Messy who? Get out of here. Messy who? We said Messi who? 
Jackson? The Rainbow Coalition guy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's him. Yeah. But anyway, I, I say this, though. I don't think we should use the term nigga at all. I don't think we should. That's a, that's well, a I'm going to. I'm the, I don't, I don't, if the term is really Niger, why don't we say Niger? And you said my sister. If it's because Niger, that's not what we're used they, to. And, Maybe and you they started mispro- and they mispronounced it. And if they mispronounced it, why are we mispronouncing it with them? We're not. We're pronouncing it different. See, we've changed Niger. it and transformed it just I'm like they Niger. transformed it. Okay, I'm so they Niger. took a name. They took a name. Hold on. They took a name, okay, and they transformed it, right, into something negative now because that name wasn't negative, okay? It was actually the name of a place, okay? If you look it up right now, it's still on the map, all right? We have Niger and Nigeria, all right? So they transformed it into something negative. Why can't we transform it back? Hold, hold on a second, guys. You have anything left? What? Any sugar cane? <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and place it on mute real quick <laughs> while you deal with the order. When I hear this podcast, I am laughing. I'm going to laugh. When I, when this is I probably going to go down in history. This one, <laughs> this one is too funny. It's a, oh God. And you guys are just, like, super ridiculous, like, for no reason at all. Uh, Garfield, when you're through um, uh, placing your order to go, um, go ahead and press that one so I can see your back well, end. Man, <laughs> Garfield, is, man, Garfield over there in Chili's, man, trying to trying to get a margarita too. He's like, man, go put, give right. me the baby back ribs, the, the he fries. Mad, he mad because his waitress was is light skinned and <laughs> she didn't give him good service. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no tip, no tip. Right, <laughs> and and they don't like like. <laughs> no ketchup in the bag. Oh, okay, okay, right. okay. You are done, all of you. You light skinned woman. You a light skinned woman. <laughs> my boy, man. Don't even know how to pack, pack a bag. Can't even you. You can't even fry the fries. You can't even fry French fries, not French cold. French fries. You can't even <laughs> fry the fries. No. That's your boy, though. That's your boy. <laughs> No, I can see him like that, though, man. I can see him like, like he sound like it, man. I, I, I can see him going, going off on a light-skinned woman like that, man. Like, For real, I should smack the blue back in my country. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I can see him going off on a white woman like that. Like That's why I love my black sisters. The sister wouldn't have done me like that. Oh, like oh, oh. you're going in. you going back in, Garfield. <laughs> you're on the air. <laughs> What's up? What did that miss? What did that miss? <laughs> we were clouded you. You're going to have to replay the show. <laughs> then you're going to message me later. <laughs> I'll expect to hear, see your, a message from you later. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't get offended. That's the greatest thing about it. Nothing offends me. It's all That's all right. Let me tell you why it's hard to offend me. I lost both okay. parents back-to-back years, and, I, and my sister died in front of my state five years later, the same month. They all died the same month. Right, five days wow. apart. So nothing, wow. nothing phases me. I think, my, I think my, my whole system is so cold. It's just unbelievable right now. Unbelievable. Right. So no, nothing, nothing phases me. This is a world, eh? one world we live in. And 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 um, I actually um, was diagnosed with cancer falsely. So they had to cut my thyroid out. I've been through so much stuff, man. Nothing offends me. Oh, I'm wow. sorry to hear that. I've been, I've been through so much stuff, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I need to write a book, actually. I mean, I was banned from college while I was in college. I need to write a book. That's what I need to do. That's a good idea. Get it, get it all, get it out with. Get it out with. But let me mute my mic real quick again, because I'm about to order something else. All right? I'll be listening. Hold on. No, but what I, what I wanted to say, Pierre, you know, what I, wanted, what I really wanted to say is, um, you know, to all the people that's listening and to all the, you know, to all the people that's going to download this later, you know, it's good that people like yourself, you know, have a platform like this so they can speak and also listen to um, to, to, to real talk and, uh, and real issues because we, we really do need that in this day and time. You know what I mean? But, well, you know, that's thank how you so much for that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that um, that my work is um, is being appreciated because it's like I really do put a lot of time and energy into this, and I try to make sure, you know, I deliver a great product out there so that, you know, people can, you know, enjoy themselves while they're getting informed, you know, on issues and everything, and just to even listen to other people um, give their opinions about things because it's important to not only know how we feel about something but how others feel about it so that, you know, we can gauge, you know, uh, things properly. Absolutely. No, I'm here. No, no. I'm, okay. here. I'm here. I'm here, guys. I'm here. I'm, I'm here. here. I'm here. <laughs> I was just wanting some feedback. Um <clears throat> But um, you know, but that that is really the hassle. So I appreciate you know you saying that though, because it's like it's, I've stated before, it really is a passion of mine, and um, I'm really serious about it. You know, I'm really serious about it. Even though I'm light skinned, though. <laughs> I mean light skinned. I I I I like you even more than your light skinned hero. I like you even more now. I don't know what your life is. I'm going to look on your page. You got pictures on your page? Nope. Oh, no, man. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. I used to. It's a mystery. Okay. I don't know who I am. Everybody should go on my page and see who I am. And uh, how I look and everything. It's a mystery, boy. As ugly as I am, I'm still the finest dude on Facebook. There are, whoa, there he is, there he is. Wait, 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 what? That's Friday and Saturday we're here, all right? All right. I said, as ugly as I am, I'm still the finest food on Facebook. Okay. Pierre? <laughs> yes. You heard the man. Yeah, um, he's still the, yeah, you know what, no comment. <clears throat> you know something? No, but I you know something? I'm going to say this. Pierre needs to put at least one photo up so we can know how you... So we can feel more comfortable of who house we're entering when we want to listen to oh your show. Goodness. Oh my goodness! My face is all. This is ridiculous. Who put you guys I'm up to this? My, I'm proud of my ugliness. Who put you guys up to this? <laughs> my face, my face as well, man. I got to brand my show, man. Everybody else, I got to brand my show. Okay. Yep. I'm like one of those butter faces or something. But only it's like with my voice. You know how like the chick, she's like really ugly, but she has like a nice voice or something. Hopefully you guys like my voice. Did you call yourself a butterface? <laughs> no, I said I like that. Like, but I said it's like with the voice. I said I'm just so ugly. Well, I'm just scared I'm to tell my I'm, 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 I'm black and ugly and I'm proud. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> still proud. Still standing. 
man. You can't take that away from me, man. can't take that away from me. That's right, man. And and I salute you telling your story, brother, man. Because that, that, you, you you went through a strong journey, man. You still you still moving, man. And you you yes, still strong. Sir. You still moving. Yes, you still making things happen, man. So I, I salute tell, you for tell, that. Tell man. me, tell me, any human being, their father died one year and their mother died the following year after putting a commercial ad in the newspaper that oh, in remembrance of my husband, da da da, da and then she dies the year after in a car accident which her daughter was driving, who is my sister. And my yeah. sister dies five years later in the same month because every August I'm scared to travel in August because yeah. so much people in my family died in August I'm scared of the month. But the good yeah. thing is my my son and my brother is born in the end of August so I'm kind of relaxed. But August, trust me, during August, August, trust me, between the first and the fifteenth you can find me nowhere. I'm locked away in like a hole. Trust me. <laughs> but I'm still standing. Wow. I'm still that's, strong. That's sad. And I'm living. Listen, listen, I'm living, definitely living. I think my, my cold-bloodedness, I remember going in church, and, and I told him, I said, how can somebody have faith in God and, 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 and your parents die back-to-back years? I remember still in the church. Everybody was mad. They actually banned me from the church for saying that. But, I mean, it is what it is, you know? At the time, that's just how I felt. Have you ever read the story of Job? Have you ever read that? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't was, read I was, the Bible. I was, I, was, I was a Christian. I was a Christian my whole life. I wanted to be I a pastor. I went to school. No, I, I was studying. No. To actually go into me, it to be the pastor. Let me tell you so, something. I mean, as, let me tell you as far something, as, Garfield. As far as trials and tribulations, trust me, I know about the job. I know about I know about ancient stories. Actually, the story of um from Rash Sharma, which is the story of of Kerit and El, which is similar to Job. That story is is, is, is where Job actually came from. And it, I, I, trust me, the drama, the drama. Oh, here, here we go. Of, here we no, go. No, I'm just saying the drama, the story. I know what you're saying about Job and the trials and tribulations. Yes. Let me ask this thing, because I just want to say that, you know, and you're my friend on Facebook, so I'm sure you saw my post. Like, I have really been through some really horrible things in life, you know, and, and, and for a time, like, I didn't even believe that, you know, um, I was, like, agnostic and stuff. And, you know, because I was worried. I was, like, you know, the same, like, with you. And I was like, you know, I'm going through a lot, you know, and, like, this is hard. And, like, you know, life is really horrible. Like, how could there possibly be a God, especially when I'm looking around and I see other people suffering horribly and you look on TV and you see all of the atrocities going on around the world and everything, you know. And, and I've been outside of the country twice, you know, so I've seen things in person. And you just, like, wonder, like, gosh, you know, but you have to read why. You know, that's the thing. We don't read, you know, there's reasons why certain things are happening, you know, and we have a lot to do with it. You know, we just need to start me, thinking. Me, I'm not going to get all, like, you know, gospel-y on you, but I'm just saying just read why certain things are happening, and then once you understand, you know, then there's no confusion now. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Go ahead. Let me ask you this real quickly. I'm, I do believe in God, by the way, because I think you're talking to me like I'm an agnostic, which I'm close to being one real soon, but... Let me ask you this. Don't, don't slide that what way. Be, what would be the reason for God to kill my parents back-to-back years? Do you, do you like, okay, That's once again, you don't know, you don't know what, what, what the reason is. You know what I mean? You don't know, and I don't know either. I'm not going to play mm. like, you know, I'm the most high and tell you what that reason is because I don't know. Only the, the most thing, high knows the thing, what the that thing is, reason is. When, when my sister passed, she actually died of cancer, actually, but... 
when they diagnosed me three years later, saying that I had cancer, it freaked me out. Freaked me out so much that I, I that because I was actually you know I'm a, I record music, I make music, and oh, there's awesome. a guy in Jamaica. And you know, I think I want to record my theme song. You know, for this, by the way. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got somebody I already have it. Already have it set up. All right, good. What's they took my, they took my talent, but I still have my God-given talent. Thank God for that. But um, when they told me I had cancer, it freaked me out, man. It freaked my whole family. When I mean my whole family, you're talking about hundreds of thousands, hundreds of people freaked out at the same time because it's like all these deaths happening to this one family. It's like the curse from hell. It, it was just ridiculous. I remember my brother. <laughs> said to me, come on, let's go out and have a drink. And, and, and this bugs people out. I'm, I'm from Jamaica, and I've never had a drink in my life, and I've never smoked. And it has nothing to do with religion. People think I'm weird, you know, but the, 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 fact, the fact of the matter is I've lived such a careful That's life my weird. whole That's life. That's really good. I, I lived a careful life my whole life. And, and the thing is to hear that I had cancer, it just, I mean, you, you could, I was literally crying on the phone to one of my best friends. And I was like, I cannot believe it. And then to add to the, the whole euphoria of the whole thing is, my sister passed, and one of her church sisters was the person that worked in that department that diagnosed me. So she being there added on to the whole craziness. And then I came to find out after, during the surgery, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me carefully right now. During the surgery, I lost consciousness because I suffered from sleep apnea. So when they, when they numb your body, and you can't move during surgery. Now, when you're sleeping now, remember, you can't. Sometimes you stop breathing. That's what sleep apnea is. You stop breathing. So when I stopped breathing, with this thing down my throat that they had to put down my throat, I couldn't breathe at all. When I woke up, my whole, all the hair in my chest was gone. I felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest. Nobody wanted to tell me an operating room happened. So remember, it ended up that I didn't have cancer. It was a false alarm, and I almost died. I remember my, my, um, my wife at the time, she said she heard the, the emergency room saying um, respiratory stat, and it was for me. I woke up with a male nurse, which I thought was pretty weird, and then everybody came in the room and said, yeah, that's him, that's him. I'm like, why are they coming at me and saying that's, that's him, that's him? What happened? Come to find out now, the doctor finally admitted, um, yeah, you know, um, you had lost consciousness. And this was all... A false alarm, ladies and gentlemen. I never had cancer. I never had it at all. Because I remember specifically asking the doctor, how could I have thyroid cancer? Because I'd lost 60 pounds in one year. So it was, that was a real, and I didn't exercise. So, of course, I'd go to sleep and wake up five pounds lighter. So it was kind of weird. It was at a hyperactive thyroid. So now what they did was, they use that information, and then all of a sudden, oh, I feel a lump in your throat. I didn't feel any lump. They felt it and said it was there. They did a biopsy and said, yes, you're at this stage. Everything was wrong. Everything that they said was a lie was a totally false. That's right. And I could have died on that damn operating table over foolishness, over foolishness. Just because I, my, all of this, tra- this foolishness happening in my life, all this tragedy and all this stuff, you know, it, it kind of it kind of messed with my subconscious in a certain way that I'm like, damn, is it me? Is it my turn to go now? And I'm like, hey, what the hell? I might end up, you know, being reunited with my mom or dad or whatever, you know. But at the end of the day, though, I could have died on that operating table over a false, false 
over something false, that I had cancer and I never did. Okay, well, let me, can I jump in real quick? Nah. And I was also going to add that in 2004. You know what? I'm going to jump in. I felt, in 2012, I'm I, 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 I was trying to be polite, but I'm going to jump in. Look, Garfield, let me tell you something. See, you need to get back to your Bible, okay, because you, I'm getting ready to tell you because you would have known not to go to the doctors, okay? Let me tell you, we need to start looking into natural medicine, seriously. Stop what I do now, what I do now. In the Bible, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. In the Bible, do you know sorcery means um, uh, um, pharmaceuticals? Okay, that, that's what sorcery means, pharmaceuticals. No, it doesn't. Medicine. Medicine, yes, it does. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. I, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I'm going to look up the Strong's Concordance for you right now, okay, brother? But you can go well, ahead and uh, finish what you're going to say while I do that. Written by who? You're kidding me, right? It's a, do you know what it is? It's the definition of words, like the original words that know, were used. I know what it is. Okay? So, so in, in, right, for example, in James said that you shouldn't go to a doctor. You should go let a snake or whatever. Shouldn't we follow that? I didn't say anything about a pray, snake. Should I we said pray, natural medicine. Should we pray away everything? Can we pray away cancer? That's ridiculous. You know how much. Okay, look at the commercials when they put out medicine. It always has to be. Uh, you don't have to tell them about medicine. Like, I have a Monday show about your health and you. No, no, but Monday, my, Monday show is about your health and you. You don't have to tell me. I'm a green soul now. I'm into the green soul. But my point okay, is. Okay, so then why? You can't, what is, then what is your you question? Can't. You just want to be antagonistic just for that, you know, just <laughs> for that sake. <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying you can't say that um, there's a sorcery and all that stuff. Pharmaceutical stuff. Yes, I can. I'm looking it up. Pharmaceutical stuff can work. It can, but I don't trust it. I don't trust it. It can work, but I don't don't trust it. I also don't trust pharmaceutical stuff anyway. I I mean, my dad was like that. He never trusted anything. Everything for him was natural. So, I mean, I feel like anything can be healed from the earth. That's Mm -hmm. how I feel personally. But if it comes down to it and I have to do an operation or whatever, I don't see why I should do it. If it's going to benefit me in the long run, I don't see why I shouldn't. Right, but that's what I'm saying. My whole point is you shouldn't have been um, relying on, um, excuse me, relying on, um, you know, like medicine and doctors and stuff like that because – I mean, I know you see doctors who are out of weight in everything. Doctors don't live longer than their patients in the conversation. <laughs> they don't live longer than their patients. So we, we, we shouldn't no, should trust anything that they do. That they don't live so longer than anything. You don't even have provide, provide your point of reference for that. They don't live longer than their patients. Oh, they you don't. said they don't. Oh, I thought you said they did. Okay. My bad. Oh, you just want to argue with Garfield tonight, huh? It's, it's turning it on, man. It's turning uh, me on. <laughs> it's a turn on, boy. This I'm just sitting back eating. I'm else. just sitting back eating. I'm just sitting back eating my popcorn. And I'm enjoying the um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the back and forth here. <laughs> but anyway, all I'm saying is I, I've been through a lot, and um, I'm still holding on, man. I still believe in in a, in a, in, a, in a higher power. Not in the sense that you do, but you know, I believe I, I don't believe in a spook god. I don't. I run I run away from that. That's what's controlling. I do I do believe in a higher self and the energy that that, that I, I don't I operate off what D. Mars said earlier. He operate. He's very intuitive. He's very 
conscious of spirit and energy, and that's the how I work. I get up. I, I, I have my own business. I could do whatever I want. I could leave my house whenever I want. And I trust me, on a daily basis, I don't do anything unless I get the feeling. I get a, I get a purpose. I get a, some sort of connection saying that, hey, you know what, do this or do that. If I don't get some sort of message per se, hey, I don't, I'll stay in my bed all day. I'm serious. That's how I operate. Because I don't waste my energy on foolishness. I just do what I'm supposed to do, and, and, and that's it. And that's okay, it. Um, I, found, I found the word. I found, I found what I was looking for. So anyone who's listening, if anyone is still listening, because you guys, they probably tuned out as soon as you guys got ignorant like an hour ago. But <laughs> we, hey, what? We bought you rating. Our listeners are actually still here. But um, the number for that is um, Strong Concordance. Um, G5332, okay, and it's pharmac, pharmac use, pharmac use, okay. Watch out, And it watch means out. Um, uh, one who prepares or uses magical remedies or sorcerer, okay, so. And then um, the strong, that, and that's from the uh, Thayer definition, and the strong definition is um, a drug, okay. We all know that medicine is called drugs. And that is right. a spell-giving potion. It says a druggist, pharmacist, or or poisoner. That is, by extension, a magician, sorcerer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Which 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 verse? Which verse? Now, which now I, when anything I talk about, boo boo. I'm going to give. I'm going to give facts and resources, and you can look it up yourself. You know, That's why I gave the number. It's, it's strong funny. concordance you know, three five three three two. You know what's funny about that? If anyone that? wants to look that up, and that, that should help you get into natural medicine. Mm. I got a question. Mm-hmm. Got yes, a question. please. So yeah. I, got, I, got, I got a question for the host, Pierre. Um, <laughs> I don't, a question and a statement. Okay. What, what, uh, why, do pe- why do people like to uh, reference the King James Version of the Bible? And I'm not talking LeBron James. <laughs> 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 um, you know what? Because that's what they're used to, and that's what they've been taught um, in church when they were introduced to. Which religion is such a bad thing because it's like an organized um, system of belief, and that's just organized crime. Really, like I like I stated before. I mean, I, since you guys have me take it there, you know, and we have to go there. But um, you know, to make it into the kingdom, okay, which everybody wants to do, all you have to do is follow the commandments. That's Revelation twenty-two and fourteen. Okay, mm-hmm. and commandments. They go straight. You don't need to have no system of belief. All right, turn back to the the Most High and and keep them commandments, and you good. So okay. I don't know why anyone has to reference no. the King James Version because the Bible, first of all, is a gross mistranslation of the original scriptures. Okay, and so and that's the thing. If, if, if you don't have the original, you know it's messed up. Thank you. Like that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't I've never got into the Bible, even when I was little. The Bible never interests me. Nothing in the Bible interests me now, so from birth till now. I, I don't. I feel dead when I read it. I feel really dead. I, that's because I, you're I, not I, reading I, it correctly. How can I read it correctly? Like, I, you, I'm, and, and I'm let me tell, tell you something about that. No, 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 no. Let me tell you. No, you got your time. I'm a, after this. The King, back to the King James <laughs> version. No, I'm, I'm not being disrespectful. I'm not. If I was coming off disrespectful, I apologize. Oh no, I'm good. I'm but, laughing. That's funny. I think it's but the but the King James Version, first of all, people know who King James was. 
First of all, he hated women. He hated women so much he killed his own mama. Then he was a homosexual. And his homosexual mm-hmm. partner was Lord Buckingham, mm-hmm. and that's why we got Buckingham Palace. Like, that's mm-hmm. the king. That's okay. King James. Can and I we're, and we and black people. No, and black people, they reference that <laughs> a lot. And I, and, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but now, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so now I am going to interject anyway. So um, I don't care about King James, and neither should any black person who just. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.